know what the overlay would look like, but that's <laughs> incredible. All right, hang on. Let's try, and, let's try and figure this out here. Right, Bob. I'm going to click on the overlay. You tell me what, what we're looking like, okay? Okay. We have this. Which is that one looks okay. You can't see my Goldberg shirt, though. There you go. The best one, right, for this? Yeah. We're going in the middle. The top's better, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm happy with this. Now we need to pick between these backgrounds. We have many. Um, Grin of Honor. Uh, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> that one doesn't really work. <laughs> this one we could do. Um, Christmas. I know that's one you probably want, Bob, right? Um, yeah. Grinathon. Oh, yes, of course, the Grinathon. <laughs> do, this, I'm sorry. It's been a while. Um, Grin of Honor. Let's do Grin of Honor. You and I yeah, both love us pure wrestling. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of The Late Night Grin. Now, if you've watched this show for the last two weeks or the last 38, you'll know we've had some weird times on this show. We've had some moments on this show, Bobby, that will live in infamy, fair to say. Yes. Um, <clears throat> however, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this may be the weirdest show we ever do. Mm-hmm. Um, you are looking at the gentleman that will guide you through what is probably going to be the first hour of this podcast. At some point, the Oracle of Wrestling will arrive. He will not have watched Rampage. But we will wait for the confirmed shoot to review Rampage. What yes. we do for the next two hours, hour and a half, <laughs> is anyone's guess. But nonetheless, Bobby, how are you on this wonderful Friday evening? I'm doing well, man. You know, I wasn't here last week. So this is my first experience yeah. of uh, the evening news. Yes. Um, and uh, it's weird, man. It feels weird. I look outside. You know, the sun's still out. Uh, not really used to that when we're doing these shows. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be an adventure. I'm excited, though. Is part of what makes the evening news around here so weird, the fact that there's no news whatsoever? Is that, 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 that makes me kind of confused, too. Yeah, that part's a little strange. Yeah, agreed. So here's the thing, folks. I'll be completely you know, transparent. I have no clue uh, what Bob and I are going to talk about for the next stretch here. We agreed before we went on that we're going to kind of save um, uh, All Elite Fleet's Rampage program. However... I actually think we need to talk about one thing because the chat was talking about it and it feels silly to ignore it. Hey, Bobby, what the fuck did they just do on that TV show in that last two minutes there, pal? What happened? I have no idea, man. Like, I was fine with it, how it was. Like, you want to turn Scorpio heel again, have him be with, you know, uh, Ethan Page and kind of be allies again. That's fine. But then they seem to have flipped Sammy and Ty Conti back as well. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. So... I've seen a lot of people doing different reads of this and a lot of people seem to think it's just to like delay the inevitable and it's just like it's going to be kind of morality play of like Scorp deciding what side he wants to be on. Mm. But like that was a pretty firm heel move like hitting his former tag partner and like one of his best friends. Yeah. I don't know man. I It's one of those things where like in a vacuum I thought the angle was actually good. Mm-hmm. But in wider context, it is insane to do that angle at that time. Like, just let Scorp be a baby face, man. What's with the big, you know, what's with the confusion here, Bobby? I don't know. Do you think there's signs of hope? Are we going to get out of this eventually, or is this actually like a full return to being a heel for Scorp? What do you think? I mean, I guess the end game would probably still be Scorpio and uh, Paige Van Zandt against those two, but, like, everyone is heel now, maybe, or yeah. Sammy and take on the other baby face again and just... Like we've we've already shown why that doesn't really work. Yeah, I have to say also, and seriously, I mean, like uh, we have fun here. You get what you get. 
this Dan Lambert thing is like fucking embarrassing, you know? Yeah. He got the mic for 15 seconds or whatever and just like immediately went in that direction. I completely understood and co-signed everyone that was frustrated with Jericho going low, hanging fruit in that regard. I get it. It's so much more worse. It's so much more worse. It's so much worse to me right now with Lambert because it literally feels like the only thing he says. Yeah. Like it's all we get from him, right, Bob? Yeah, and I think Jericho has actually like gotten better at not doing it. MJF's gotten a lot better at not doing it. Um, yeah. And Dan Lambert just comes out every week and still does it. And there's no real redeeming qualities to that, right? You mentioned Jericho and MJF, and it's like, if they were doing it, you and I would disagree with it, but they're Jericho and MJF. It's fucking Dan Lambert. Like, what does he bring to this TV show? It's absolutely puzzling. Um, Ethan Page clearly doesn't need a promo guy. He may need a guy to tell him that he can have some up and down in terms of rhythm. Uh, on on the stick, but he's capable. He's a very very good promo. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's. I honestly think it's like kind of embarrassing when he when he does that shit. It's like, come on, man. Who are we trying to appeal to here? Um, Duke says live correspondent. Duke says can confirm. Everyone was very confused leaving the building after that. Now here's the question, Bob. And this this little role play here. If you were in the building mm-hmm. when this angle happened and you were leaving. And let's just assume that, like, you know, let's just assume that your knees are in, like, really high gear. You know, like they're, they're, they're in motion. You've not been hurt by the fact you've been sitting down for four hours. You're ready to go. Right. What's the best way for you to make it clear to Tony Khan you disagree with what he just did? Uh, I think just start loudly booing and then tweeting at him as I'm walking. Now... Are you booing when the angle happens, or are you booing like like people are walking past and you're just just fucking going for it when everyone's left? Are you doing that? What do you do? Yeah, I'm just sticking around, just keep booing. Mm. At any point, do you get physical? Do you begin to kind of make this a, a confrontation? At any point? Um, I mean, if someone comes out, you know, someone from creative or Tony Khan comes out, yeah. <laughs> like like who? Like Sanjay Dart or yeah, QT. Yeah, one of them comes out there like, hey, man, you know, calm down a little bit and just get up there and be like, don't tell me to calm down. <laughs> get real aggressive. So, so you're the way you're imagining this is incredible because this is your own fantasy story, but you're basically framing yourself as an asshole here. Right? Is that what you're going for? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, like, someone's very respectful. He's like, hey, man, calm down. It's just a wrestling show. And you tell them what? Like, hey, don't tell me to calm down. And I step up to him. Oh shit! You step up to him. Yeah. Now, unless it's like Paul White, you're going to be looking down at him, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're like six eleven or whatever. So, like, if it's Sanjay Dutt, does he like? Are you slightly hesitant based on the fact that Satnam Singh may come out? Or yeah, I think a little bit. I think I got to keep yeah. that in mind. And with QT, obviously, you have Nick Comoroto, who's always like, mm-hmm. do you think you could take him? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> probably. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look at the chat here. Guys, if you have anything that's not Rampage related, but you'd like Bobby and I to shoot the shit about, feel free. Um, we have time to talk through many possibilities. If you do not give us something that captures our imagination, we will instead fantasy book Lexi All Caps WBF run for the next 12 years. Um, pay-per-view by pay-per-view, TV by TV. So please... Know that the ball is in your court here. Um, I'm looking. This is Tobey Suicida's suggestion. Also, the quote tweet is a good name for your finish, Bobby. Tobey Suicida says, Storm the ring and do not leave until you have a face-to-face 
Once you get surrounded by security guards in the corner, you power. <laughs> there we go. What is the like? So the quote tweet is your finish, but what actually is the move? Hmm. Like a Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that seems right. And like when you do it, the announcer's like, "Talk to him by the natural Dustin Roads," <laughs> and you have like pain. But you only have on like one line of your. That'd be interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. Just mixing it up, being creative. Jerry Lynn. Hey, let's make it clear. Jerry Lynn wasn't involved in this. Right, Bob? No. Never. Um, okay. Tony usually comes out at the end of the show. Get in his face, Bob. He know He's seen your tweets, right? I mean, I don't have confirmation, but, like, probably. Like, give me, like, a percentage chance. Like, that he's seen them. Probably, like, 70 i mean he's online all the time and like we do have yeah. some people that follow both of us okay now i have <laughs> this has got me down a different rabbit hole what are the best and worst tweets of yours that he could have seen like what's the ones that would create the best impression of you and the worst i think we both have a certain idea of the worst um the best though is it like a fed dunk maybe mm, yeah probably Tony Storm tweet about her being on TV, that one. Yeah, he'd like that He'd one. like pump his fist at it, like, damn right, Bobby. You're <laughs> on TV every week. All right. And the worst involves, like, bridges and violence, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, I hope so. So that he would just say pervert, of course. Uh, Drew says, I think the TK's turning school face when they get to Cali and do the big SCU reunion, which makes you wonder why he wouldn't have just done this match there mm. and kept it as a face turn. Um yeah, I so this is the thing, right? It's like I think there may be a lot of truth to that, Drew. I just can't imagine having that where I want to be and be like, yeah, let's have him just beat the shit out of his tag partner. <laughs> like that's just such a weird like detour to me. Like I understand wanting to add some kind of again, like delay the inevitable and add some depth to things and I get it. But at the same time, I mean it just feels such an unnecessary wrinkle to add to this deal. Bob, do you think there's a chance Drew is correct and there? They want to do the big, the true face turn as though that hasn't already happened in, in California. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. It just, this kind of all feels unnecessary then because then you're just kind of turning him back again in two weeks or three weeks, whatever, whenever they're there. Like, ultimately, it'll be fine, I think, but like, just kind of doing a little too much, I think. I would certainly say so. Um, Wyatt told us it's May. We should not still be filling the hole left by Cody and Brandy leaving. Just hard to pivot away from all this. It is weird that, like, their approach to this whole thing was, like, we need to fill this gap immediately. And um, I don't think anyone that actually watches the television show felt that way at all. <laughs> like, as much as people dunk on when the Fed just dropped stuff, am I right, Bobby, in saying that if they had just dropped the Dan Lambert thing, it'd been like, I don't think anyone would have been, like, calling the police, asking what happened to it. I think we'd all just have accepted that, right? So Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's so many guys that like can challenge for that title. You could tell a compelling story with, and they're just sticking with the same few guys. I have to say, and sincerely, and I mean this with love, we are getting dangerously close to like, you know, this belt's going to need some help soon. And I sincerely hope that is not the case because I love me some Scorpio Sky, and I hope that he's the one that, that you know gets it where it needs to be and brings it back and does the restoring honor and all that shit. But I do have to say that. As of right now, Bobby, it kind of feels to me like this belt is in a very, very different position than it was a year ago. Who would be your top candidate to kind of revive the TNT title? Um, 
I mean, it feels kind of lazy, I guess, if I pick Miro, but like I like Miro's run a lot. I think he elevated it, and he's not doing anything right now. So I think yeah. if you put it back on Miro, he'd be very good. Um, you know, someone like Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, just kind of getting a chance to elevate it, and it'll elevate them as well. Um, even when Darby had it, it felt bigger and more important than it does now. Just, just a guy that you've like presented well, and we both like Scorpio, but he wasn't yes. presented well the past year, so that doesn't help yeah. either. He doesn't feel like the guy to lift this thing up, even necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think he can be a great um, addition to such a thing, but I don't think he's the guy that can do it. Miro's really interesting. Do you think there's any chance he's the Joker? I have interest to Miro because there's been some talk. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but it's just the fact that someone going against Joe is weird because you don't think Joe yeah. should lose, but like the Joe kind of rules, right? Either. Yeah, yeah. Who's your current like leading suspect for that? Probably Miro or Claudio. I don't think it's Gargano. Um, yeah, I think it's it does feel like Claudio, right? rule if it was just like Dustin Rhodes or someone but yeah pop you and I people get very mad though yeah <laughs> I, I think if it feels to me like Claudio um but Miro would be interested the thing too is now that Cole's gone through and Darby hasn't Miro feels less likely unless he's gonna be a baby face mm-hmm. and like I said on Thursday I think it was like even if he is a baby face Cole is the heel against Miro is such a weird matchup like I don't know yeah. I don't think that's the way Brian for a good question is isn't Bob taller than Satnam Singh Bob um allegedly what does that mean? I'd be billed as being taller than him, and then we oh. get in the ring, and I'd be, you know, five inches shorter than him. Would you wear like those lifts that like Zeus wore when he wrestled in SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he would do it, but it would still be close. Mm-hmm. Um, what would Bob's Samoa Joe nickname for Satnam be? Sanjay's Super Schoolboy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Have you seen that? That he always just like has like a weird term for him. Your gargantuan protege. <laughs> yeah, I know you were saying on one of the shows that it, Joe might not know his name. <laughs> Speaking of forgetting stuff, or never knowing it, honestly, what an absolute mess you and I have made of this Burt Line situation, huh? <laughs> now, I'll take most of the blame here, right? because I should. Um, just to be very, very clear, I completely forgot the segment. I knew it was in my email, but it was so much earlier that I just forgot. And that was on me because I suggested yeah. you send it the day before. So that's completely on me. Today, I forget it, but play it at the end. And Bobby <laughs> lists off the fixtures for yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday's talking. Are we going to get, like, this couldn't have got off to a worse start. Could it? It's only up from here. No, we should just not do hockey. We should just do the NBA games. And uh, that's all anyone cares about. Bro, what if in the summer you just go like, I'd send it to you and you go, thanks, Joe. We're now 96 days away from NBA basketball. And just because it comes back, like, you know? Well, when I was doing the original one, you know, I was like, how am I going to do this? I should probably just, I think I put like the Premier League in there and then the two NBA and NHL playoffs. And I'm like, well, we don't need to do the Premier League every day. But once the NBA and NHL are over, I don't know what we're going to do because I'm not just doing regular season baseball. <laughs> so, um, what if you do baseball like I do it in Major League Two, you know? <laughs> really tired. Just kind of read a couple of scores. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> I think you should start when there's not sports on that you can say anything about, you just make stuff up. It's a good know? idea. Because I make up fake teams, fake sports, and, and see if anyone bites. <laughs> anyway, my tip for the night. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that could be fun. Panabob Sunrise. Gurney Max says. Interesting tweet from Sheeta. 
Yeah. Bobby, do we have this tweet? Can you pull out that tweet, Bobby? You're the Twitter expert. Can you pull it out for me, please? This because there's a lot of reaction to it. Andrew said that Twitter, that Sheeta tweet is nuts. Bob, would you ever describe one of your own tweets as nuts? I would describe most of my tweets as nuts. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, yeah, this might be something here. Oh, really? Um, I already had four matches after the street fight and just finished the greatest fighting musical show, but I seem to have been injured. Japanese wrestling is nothing for them. I'm so sorry, and sorry I couldn't be in the tournament, too. Well, it appears there has been an incredible degree of... Uh of um lack of communication is that the rest of the term i can use here bob is that what it feels like yeah wow and she's kind of refer- you know she's referenced that before i know that it was there was a lot of conversation about how accurate the exact quote was but um hmm it's not ideal cody says joseph i've purchased the showtime gimmick my god I'm planning on watching charlo castano 2 my maiden voyage in the boxing good one the first fight was really really good um it should be good if it isn't i'll just you know, just pretty tweet you like owned or whatever. Do you know it's on YouTube here for us? Like no TV, no it's boys. They just said, just watch it on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Here in yeah. Great Britain. Yeah. I was going to watch the uh, Canelo fight last week and then I started watching UFC instead. And... A lot of people did that. It's kind of a yeah. bummer. I mean, I love MMA, but it, it is kind of weird to me, like how much it's swung. Like, did you see on the timeline, it was just all UFC talk? And it's like, wow, mm-hmm. Canelo is like the biggest star in boxing. That's not ideal. Anyway, not my money. Um, Okay, I'm scrolling. I see Miro talk. Um, why did they have Sammy do the face save, Bob? That one's aimed at you. I have no idea. They shouldn't <laughs> have. Very dumb. Yeah, absolutely. Can someone steal the TNT title and defend it in Japan for four months? My God. <laughs> That'd be interesting, right? They just say it's disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> they just send it to Ishii and he's like, stole it. Here's what it is. Okay. I'm um, seeing some names here for the role. Ray Phoenix, Danielson. Yes. Ray Phoenix, you know, open challenges. By the way, we'll get to that, but isn't it great to have Ray Phoenix back, Bobby? It is. That was my really big takeaway from the first match. Like, he rules. I'm really glad he's back. Yeah. Obviously, you know, alongside your regular take when you see the Butcher, which is the, oh, my God, the Butcher fucking rules, because I have that take every time I see him. At one point, he'd been on the apron the whole match and was just, like, red, and I was like, fuck, yeah, man. Like, look at that, dude, you know? Yeah. Rules. I actually thought the Blade was very good tonight, too. He's he really is like genuinely underrated, mm-hmm. um, legitimately. Okay, to catch the TNT. Here's a good question from White Todd. He says, "Would Bob also use the lights off, lights on to make an awkward debut?" Great question. I think you have to, right? It's like part. It's like the bit now, right? Mm-hmm. What would be your pose for the? You know, like the Bob O'Neill is all elite graphic. Would you have kind of like a like an imposing one with like your fists up, or would you have a more playful one, like you know? Or would you kind of have like a oh, yes, that rules? That's incredible. It's perfect. Yeah, in the middle there, it's good shit. All right, um, Bob would come up through the Cody Vader. You know what it's called the Cody Vader. Yeah, like elevator. Is that what they're going for? Mm. They got rid of it on Raw already. Oh yeah, because it was like the thing where his head was like yeah. that thing, right? Yeah, he's on fire right now, Bob. Yes. He had like a good match with Theory. Fucking nuts. Drew says, I'd love Danielson Zayt as TNC champ and Mox Utah as tag champs, Blackpool Combat Club, Takeo. What do you think about that, Bobby? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Not going to complain about that. Yeah. 
Have you seen this this allegation about me blowing my nose on the air? I did. No, it's not true, is it, Bob? Right? It's not true. You know that. No, no, no. You're professional. I played the music, right? Like mm-hmm. I, in all seriousness, I've somehow convinced myself that when I play the music, you guys can't hear me. Even though we've literally used the music underneath like light, like promos on this show multiple times, even including the best moment ever where you talked about the concrete and we did like a when you started talking, the music switched. Do you remember that shoot? Like, oh, oh, there we I'm go. I'm back. I hear you, Bobby. You Bobby, Bobby almost had a solo grin on his hands there. <laughs> Only got three forty to fill, brother. Don't worry about it. Um, the people demand Bob's cricket picks. Now, Bob, great um, you know, great um, chance to talk about this. Thoughts on Brendan McCullum as the new uh, coach for England's you know Test match team? It seems pretty good. Uh, hopefully, it works out. Optimistic. Tony says, Bob, can the Grizzlies win today? I don't think so. Because here's the thing: like they don't have draw. You know, they're back in Golden State. I don't think Golden State's going to want it to go back to Memphis. I think it's it's probably over. But they kicked the shit like- out of them the other night, so. Would you like to make a comment on cursing my Philadelphia 76ers last night? I don't think that was my fault. They were up by 11 or whatever in the third quarter, and then I look back up, and they're down by 15. Oh, they, they wasn't up last night, brother. They got the fuck beat out of them. It was, your, it was not your fault. It was that piece of shit Doc Rivers' fault. It, well, not really. Did you see him today at that press there? Like, he was like, when I took this job, I, I, my intention was to come in and turn things around and change the culture. What the fuck is he talking about, Bob? We, we, we literally go out in the second round just like we did before him. Can you beat the shit out of him for me? I should. He's going to be back next year, so. That's disgusting. That's, like, honestly really sad. Like, I don't think I can watch it next year. Like, with Doc, I can't. I can't do it. It's so pointless, you know? You know they're going to run into the brick wall of just Doc Rivers. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Should we get rid of basketball? Just in general? Yeah, yeah probably. Just get rid Like, just ban it. Yeah. Like, what if, you know, like, all the sports that are on TV? Mm-hmm. What if we ban them all and, like, see how how deep in the wrestling kind of vault they go? Like, if they start, like, airing, you know, MLW Fusion in its place or whatever? How crazy would it get? Would, like, Warrior Wrestling get a deal with, like, Fox? I mean, that's kind of what happened at the very beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Fox Sports <laughs> 1 was just airing, like, WrestleMania. That's true. I forgot about that. Did you used to watch those when they were there? It's kind of fun, right? Did you used to watch it? Yeah, at the very beginning. Yeah, I think I watched um, Survivor Series 1996 was one of them that was on. So I watched that. That was was a good show. Like, genuinely, for for dumb fucks like you and I that rely on sports to give us some semblance of like fun, what an incredibly alarming time that was in life. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, all of the like real actual problems in the world. Much more important, but let's. I just wanted to stress for folks like Bobby and I, looking at the schedule and being like, oh, "Do I have to just entertain myself? What am I going to do here?" You know, I started doing daily podcasts like some sort of fucking lunatic, Bobby. I've not recovered since. <laughs> I still do them anyway. Wrestling has more than one almighty Bobby, <laughs> and then Yellow Submarine. <laughs> Tremendous, Bobby. Was your pick Golden State spread? Yes. It was? Yes. Wow. Very confident, Bob. Very, very confident sports analyst. Bob's theme 
is the HFO noise and then a downstate cover of Baby Elephant Walk. Downstate <laughs> is spiteful. <laughs> downstate is very, very vicious. Um, okay. Positive chat with Antonio Conte stay next year. Yes, he will. Don't lash out, Andrew. Bob, you're like a Tottenham fan, right? Kind of? Yeah, I follow them. Yeah. It's a little bit weird. What'd you follow them for? Um, because I was getting into it and I'm like, oh, I should pick a team. And it was right after the World Cup a couple of years ago where Hurricane was very good. And I'm like, oh, I'll just watch Tottenham. And not the best decision, but uh they're okay. They they look good yesterday. Yeah, they are in a better spot now. You know, I do think it's interesting that the timeline between us becoming just generally shit and you becoming a fan is like an exact line. Like is they just together um that is intriguing if i was a cynical spiteful soul i would actually blame you for that but as you know bob i'm neither of those things um yeah i don't know i mean they're kind of they're kind of uh they're getting back on track and you spend some money this summer and they'll be okay i think dr Britt baker dmd is in attendance of the penguins playoff game the penguins playing he's in the playoffs now what, what yeah. sport does he play it's the uh pittsburgh hockey team Oh, I understand. Um, do you like Britt Baker DMD? Bob has to keep muting and unmuting himself, so I'm going to have field in air so he doesn't have to do that. Instead, I'm going to talk about the time where All Elite Wrestling okay. had a seriously significant... Hang on, Bob, I'm, just, I'm telling the story. Sorry. They had a very significant singles title. Um, meant a lot. And they give it to a wrestler who wasn't under contract and actually would you know, choose to leave in a few weeks. So then they had to give it back to the guy who was already struggling before. And then that guy worked random six-man tag with um, like against like Isaiah Cassidy and shit. And uh, he lost it to a guy who hadn't won on TV in a year. So that then that guy could lose it back to him on a Battle of the Belt special that no one remembers. So that then those guys could wrestle again in a ladder match. And then they did four heel turns. That was my story, Bob. You can go ahead. Yeah. That that uh, isn't the best way of doing business, I don't think. But no. you know, it's not like my promotion's doing any better. So, yeah. do you like the penguin? I do. You do, pervert. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm not watching F1, Topay. Don't take the piss out of me, all right, son. I'm not. What do you think this is? We have People a guest. Are really into F1 now. I know. The Oracle of Rest. <laughs> Why <laughs> did you just immediately flip everyone off? You know, it's my gimmick, right? Yeah. I don't think he's a heel. To me, we're all tweeners, you know, shades of grey and all that stuff. It's true. (laughs) You're right, mate. You're right, the Oracle of Wrestling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We were just talking about the penguin. Britt Baker's watching him play some sports tonight, apparently. Mm -hmm. I thought you were talking about like Danny DeVito from fucking Batman Returns or whatever. Do you like the penguin, Danny DeVito penguin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it fucking rolled, didn't it? Yeah. Batman Returns was a good flick. <laughs> Sorry, I just popped at Eric's at uh, at Eric's comment. Did you just say Ericle? Do you just yeah, take those names? I did. Like Ericle. I love the idea that you take those names, but like that ending on it, Bobacle and Jerkle. <laughs> <laughs> I should explain that Jay Shaw was supposed to be here this evening, but she is very poorly, um, which is probably alarming. I think it's probably probably our fault, right? It was like it's our fault. What happened? She's ill. 
Oh. She was ill yesterday. Oracle, no, she was struggling a little bit last mm. night, right? And she felt bad today. Mm. And then, I'm honestly, I've told people this before, and I, I sound like a lunatic when I say it, but there is a genuine thing where you start feeling better and do a wrestling podcast, and you just feel like shit. Now, yeah. the actual truth of that, of course, is it could be any podcast, but I like to say wrestling to make it seem like it's specific. Um, like Bob, do you remember when you had a cold and you was like, "I feel better this week"? And we did Fed Dead, and you was like, "Fucking." You know, like struggling to because just your nose gets so it's weird, man. I don't mm-hmm. know, I can't explain it. I mean, you know, it's not the best topic, I know, but yeah, fuck it, it's the late night grim. What do we do around here? Yeah, it's probably not good that like one of us gets sick every month, too. Yeah, if I didn't know, but I think we we're actively unhealthy. <laughs> sound right? <laughs> you know, we've only got seven months of evidence at this point. I'm just guessing, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> how's Rampage? Um, had some good stuff. The ending was like emergency station stuff. Very sad. Mm, that the heel turn, the turning back to heel thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. It kind of seems like it might be like a, you know, like a, a detour. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. It's just like a way of delaying the inevitable. But the way they did it, it still doesn't work that way, man. Like he's beat up Frankie. That's not. You don't do that with a guy you're turning. You know. That's a shame. I just want to cheer Scorpio, man. Why do they keep making me do all this shit? I don't know. Anyway, enough about wrestling. Bob, top 25 Batman villains. Um, Joker. Oh, you would be one of those guys. <laughs> I think... I don't know, man. Riddler might be second, because I don't know if you've seen the new movie. Like, Paul Dano brings it. Yeah, he rules. He was better than Jim Carrey. I think Jim Carrey told him, like, you weren't good or whatever. And that's oh. just, you don't have to tell someone that. You know, um, fuck, who played Two Face alongside Jim Carrey? Mm. Tommy Lee Jones, um, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Dude, he fucking hated doing that movie with Jim Carrey. He drove him nuts. Could you imagine him showing up being like, this is just some dumb Batman film where it cash checks? And Jim Carrey's doing, like, method acting as the Riddler and fucking. Sketching question marks on the walls and shit of his, of his locker. Yeah. Hate it. You ever watch the thing on Netflix where Jim Carrey was like making Man on the Moon? He's just Andy Kaufman the whole time. I've seen clip. It's, yeah, and he like tried to like bully Jerry Lawler or whatever. Yes. Oh, I find that, like, listen, it's their art form, God bless. I find that stuff to be like borderline embarrassing. Like, grow up, man. You know, what the fuck you try and impress? Well, the problem is, is somebody made a great post one time on Twitter about like method act, like, like, it's the, it's these like, it's not even the method actor. It's like great method actors were able to like crack a joke and then immediately go into their character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like Jared Leto. With oh, that, he's a his, fucking his, idiot. God, he's awful. Like, did you did you read the story about him like having to limp to the bathroom to take a piss? <laughs> what a fucking mark. <laughs> Good lord. Somebody should have just whooped his ass on fucking set and been like, listen, dude, cut the shit. What rules about him is I really don't know anything about him other than the method acting like stories. And he has now come up twice in two weeks on this platform and I've immediately just buried him. <laughs> just because, I don't know, if it's the right thing to do. I'll show this one. Anyway, back to your list, Bob. Um, number three would probably be the Penguin. Yeah. Number four would be... Am I wrong in saying this is kind of a thin lineup? It feels like this is kind of weak, right? Yeah, really, after those three, you get a little... Uh... Like Two Face is good, uh, yeah, Killer Croc is good. 
If a Killer Croc level in one of those uh, Batman video games, oh. you're going to the whole time. That rules. Well, you have to like make a certain amount of sound, otherwise he'll... Mm-hmm. That rules, you're right. Those games, you know, they were incredible. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. yeah. Which of us would be most likely to be Batman? <laughs> um... Genuinely a very tough question. He's Oracle, right? Yeah, this. <laughs> yes. You're the only one in the suit. Imagine how spooky it is in the suit. <laughs> Jack Crosby. There's been some rumors about him, right? And you know, stuff he gets up to. That wouldn't surprise me. He might be doing that already, to be quite frank, Bob. What do you think? I can see it. Yep, the Oracle of, Gro- of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, the, the bat signal goes up and Oracle's like, Man. Oracle checks how long's left if he's like, you know, <laughs> Bobby eating mash and he's like, I have to wait another 15, brother. <laughs> Gotta finish this. Gotta finish this WCW Saturday Night Thriller. <laughs> that rules. I wonder who that makes us in like the rest of the universe, right? Now I'm intrigued by this. We should we should flesh it. We should make a movie sometime. We should. Yeah. Just the late night grin, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the logo is the signal, but it's just like a grin instead. It's your face <laughs> grinning. <laughs> yeah. You'd obviously be the Joker because you're one of those guys. You know? Mm-hmm. You know what it's I mean true. by that? You're one of those You just oh. called Bob an incel. Well, that's the, in all seriousness, it, it, that has gone a bit too far now, hasn't it? Like, you, ca- you can't just, like, tweet about the Joker about being like, look at this fucking loser. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't know, man. I, I understand people get a bit carried away about how much they relate to him, but, like, he's still a pretty good comic book character, isn't he? Are we not allowed to say that anymore? Yeah. Can't say anything these days. Am I right, guys? Yeah. That movie also is like way too polarizing because it's yeah. perfectly fine. Like I think I Joaquin it was Phoenix a great movie did a good it job. Actually, it actually tackled some things that people are way too afraid film. to talk about. Yes. yes. Or, well, you know that's that's a whole conversation. But did you say we live in a society? Did you just do it? No. No good. <laughs> it's a good film. I agree with Bob. Like mm. people are on one extreme or the other, and it's like. I don't think it's the greatest film ever made, but I don't think it sucks by any means. I think it was kind of, I'm going to use your word here, objectively in the midst, you know? Mm-hmm. Good flick. Mm-hmm. It is very King of Comedy, though. Yeah. Very. Which is, you know, that's fine. I love King of Comedy, but it is what it is. Um, enough about Batman. On to Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> what villains does he have? Um. Well, you know, you got Doc Ock. You got Sandman. Yeah. Um, Fuck, what, if it, yeah, what if it was like fucking, you know, Fullington Sandman? Oh, hack, baby. And like he shoots the web and the kendo, like splits it, the Singapore cane splits it in half. <laughs> God, someone should do like a comic book sketch with Sandman in the exact spots that Sam. I, mean, I guess it wouldn't work because the Sandman doesn't have like a Singapore cane, but you can get creative with it. Some of you guys are very artistic, you know? That's a good like SNL pitch. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone except like six of us would like it. But you do, you know, Spider Man, the big property in the news right now. 
you kind of do a skit where uh, he's facing Sandman, but it's Sandman from wrestling. And like, is SNL still a real thing, or is that just like a figment of our imagination? Do people watch it's, it? It's a, it's a real thing that just absolutely fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it exists. Did you see our pal Contrarian Alex getting really hot about this topic the other day when? It was suggested that it was always bad and nostalgia has changed things. And Alex was like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Started like posting clips. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. That's an insult to Norm MacDonald. May rest in peace. I'm furious if someone would say so. Did you see the news about Norm, about the special? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. He recorded one last special. And it's just like empty because he knew COVID, like by the time things were going to weren't going to be, you know, in front right. of people. So it's just him, no crowd. One last special is coming out later this month on Netflix. And they're going to have interviews along the way of, like, you know, all the many mm-hmm. folks from his from his time. So, yeah, that kind of rules. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, well, when are you on SNL, Bob? I got to get booked, man. That'd be great on there. You would. And, like, if they just introduced you, like, everyone knows you are. Imagine <laughs> that. SNL was great in, the, in, the, in, like, the late 80s and 90s for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. There were some weak, there were some really weak seasons, but like it used to I've be seen, like the clips and compilations and stuff. I watched like a whole season of the when Peacock came out, the cock. The cock. Uh, yeah, there you go, the cock. When it came out, I like tested it and like watched the whole season of SNL from the early nineties. Holds up. Yeah. Would you? So, what would be like your rhythm in that? Like, would you stick to it for a week, or would you be like, now let's try out some WCW fun? But you know, like how does it? Because that's always weird to me. Like you're, for you guys, the WWE Network now just exists alongside like real TV shows and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. You go from like AWA Super Clash to like SNL. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I liked SNL was when I was in like when I was like 13, 14, 15. When uh, Sandberg's basically made YouTube popular and uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey and all them were there. Mm. This is a good idea. We should do this for our eventual live show. Bob with musical guest Limp Biscuit. Remember Limp Biscuit? I'm a crack addict. I'm addicted to crack corn or whatever the hell he says. I can't <laughs> remember what he says. Oh my God. That was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great example of like. A song that you literally couldn't pay me money to listen to, but if you put it behind Austin and Rock Brawling, I'm like, here we go, you know, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Um, I love that musical guest thing, uh, on like you know, like all like the clips of Eld SNL, and it's just like whoever the guest is, like announcing the musical guest. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's good, shit, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Limp Biscuit, yes, do you remember when? Someone like just pretended that he liked the Bullet Club, and every single member of the Bullet Club took it as an absolute fact and started tweeting like at him on Twitter. And he never mentioned like he never mentioned them publicly once. Do you remember <laughs> this being a thing? I do actually. Like someone just invented. There was like Limp Bizkit was on the radio and he was like, "Bullet Club are killing it. They're them, you know, they're that real shit right now, you know." And like uh, Machine and- Gun was like, "Well, here we go. Cause come out to my way at the Tokyo Dome." And he just didn't mm-hmm. actually have any idea who they were. Speaking speaking of Jim Carrey, In Living Color is awesome, Kirby. Yes, I've seen it. That was good. It's a nice show, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a like a family show, Bob, right? Yeah. How many full families think watch the late night grin together? I invite pals over, you know, cousins and 
I hope a lot. You know, yeah. we're we're a family program. When I like talk to sponsors and stuff, I'll be like, so granted we only have three hundred viewers on this video, but we're of the belief that six people watch this together as a group each time. So you know, kind of a big deal. Um, they often ask for evidence of that and then escort me out of the building, but I do think there's you know, it seems like anecdotal evidence suggests that people watch this as like a group, right? There's like parties and stuff. Like you put like the grin up on a poster and everyone like, they wear like shirts, you know, Team Bobby, that kind of thing. I hope so. We should make shirts. Remember we made shirts? Yeah, we have shirts. I was looking at them the other day. Pervert. I like, I like Reese's idea. Reese Hayes? Yeah. Well, I've got some bad you names. You think you're Reese. special? That actually you would do. rule, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know the bit where, the way you would do it is the part where Rock and Austin... They're like they clip up their uh, sit down with JR and it goes oh, like slow. That's time. where you'd put your program. That was the right? coolest shit when I was a kid when they had to yeah. sit down. Oh, that ruled. Why didn't they do that format more often? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this guy here, this Reese fella, I have previously singled out Reese in a positive way. He's a gentleman and a scholar and he's a great member of our community. He said something earlier, Oracle, that was. Frankly, it was spiteful enough for me to want to just just quit, you know? Mm. He said, we were talking about Randall Orton, you know, the top baby face in American wrestling. Right, worker. And he was talking about how boring he is and how much he sucks. And then Oracle, within two minutes, he goes, give me Gargano versus Cole at double or nothing. He had the nerve to pair those two things together. I don't know what we do with him. I do know what we do with, with Reese. Bobby, do you have a suggestion? I think we have to ban them from the platform. <laughs> um, you know, I tweeted about Gargano Cole the other day and how much I didn't want to see it again and uh, started getting some heat. Just people are very, have very strong feelings about that match and uh, they're wrong, but, Wait, you know. What, what kind of hate are you talking about? There were just people jumping in my mentions being like, well, you're the only person who doesn't want to see it. And I'm like, well, I've seen it, you know, four times already. <laughs> It's fine. What's that? Well, Gargano and Cole. Yeah, Reese oh, wants that to oh be Oh, my God, no. Please, for heavens, to Betsy, no. Don't let me ever have to see that ever again. Please, for the love of God, don't let me see it. <laughs> the thing that people seem to forget, too, is Johnny would have to beat Samoa Joe, and that's like that should be punishable with like three or five years. You know? It's true. We have two bulbs on the screen. There you go. Now it looks more like a, a family scene, right? Mm -hmm. I like Johnny Gargano. Oh, I, I you know, I, I had him two, four and a half years ago, but things change. They do change. I actually liked him as a chicken shit heel, okay? Yeah, he was actually good in XT. He's yeah. the last bit, he was pretty good. Mm -hmm. He's good. He just he don't need to be in, you know, getting a big push in AEW without roster. That's the only thing to me. Yeah. I mean, they've got, you know, they've got loads of good wrestlers like you know, Sean Spears and you know Nick Camarato like, like and went to the Fed, you know. Yeah. You get this four foot eight guy coming in or whatever. And... Bradshaw just fucking buries him immediately. Talks about how short he is behind his back and stuff, steals mm -hmm. his lunchbox. That didn't none of that happened. I just made it. No, I just made it up. Only the other day I was talking to you know Jack Crosby, mm -hmm. fam famed piece of shit. Um, 
like someone once told me that Regal thinks Zack Sabre Jr. sucks. So I just like repeated it on the air and was like, yeah, it's a thing. And Jake was like, no way. I was like, yeah, sounds right. <laughs> like, what do you want me to dig in it? Do you want me like DM him about it? Hey, man, what do you think of this match? You know, this is podcasting, man. This ain't for facts. It's just for faults. Right, Bob? Exactly. Bobby, what are your thoughts on the uh, Regal Green Gappler matches that we have put together? They look good, man. I'm excited to check them out. Um, might start that this weekend. Um, yeah, it's a really good. Look. I've seen a few of them, but uh, I don't think I've seen the first two. I've seen, Bobby? definitely seen, seen the last two. Yeah, um, yeah. 17 with Jericho, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one too. And yeah. so act all of Act 3 and then I think the Jericho match and okay. well, I, the one. I'll be totally honest. I tweeted the list out and immediately watched the Claudio match because it pops me so much, especially because he has that promo before about being a villain and an entertainer and, uh, like, he's just so good. That promo is, like, his whole career encapsulated. Um, I've seen the psych match, but I do not remember it. I haven't seen the Hashimoto match. I... um. I've seen the Jericho match, but like the Austin one is my beat. That's that fascinates me because it does not have and Oracle. I'm sure you know this. Like it hasn't got this big rep online. Mm-mm. I haven't seen it, but you vouch for it. And it it's is a, it match, is a right? Death Valley Driver favorite, but that does that is a that is a bubble right. within the wrestling that's, that's online fine. bubble. But isn't right. it like a stip match? It's like a it's a Caribbean strap match. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Like. The, it all, yeah, we're it's like seven this. and a half minutes, and they just beat the shit out of each other. It's awesome. Pumped. In all seriousness, we're going to get into this on the show. It really does interest me that so far, Act 2 is the finished of every rest we've done so far. Is it a coincidence, or is there like actually something to this idea that you have like your early prime, you have an up and down kind of stretch, and then you figure it out as you get older and mature? Like It's kind of weird. We've had that for all three guys. It's interesting to me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> poor Trent has got COVID. We say he's out of the show on... Sunday, hope Trent is well. Um, we apologize for Bob's con- uh, conduct in that regard. Mm. Oracle, do you mean this is a real thing, this Act 2 business, or is this just like a weird trend for us? Um, I think it depends on, like, dep- I don't know. Like, it, it's, I think right now, I think it's a coincidental trend. Yeah, me too. I think it depends on who the wrestler is and stuff. Like, Regal is a tough one because he's like more of an entire body of work and what he actually does in his matches rather than like, well, how many four-star matches does he have? Honestly, bro, he's a lot like Dustin in that regard. Yeah. Him and Dustin are very similar kind of. the kind of wrestler I prefer. But, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. You know, you know, Reese, Randy Orton has a lot of four-star matches too. Um but <laughs> Randy, Randy Orton rules. Remember how good he was in 2011? Oh, that froze, but that sounded like something else we had popped for. Was it Randy Orton Price? 2011. Remember, remember how good he was in 2011? Well, like when he made Punk Mark feud, Henry look like the best wrestler ever? Punk feud, Christian feud, Mark Henry feud. Yeah. He had like good feuds with Cody and Wade Barrett. TV matches with Sheamus where they like yeah, keep the show each other. That, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. And then they all, he also had a really good match with Ziggler at one point. 11 years ago, and he's still great. You know, just saying, huh? Yeah. In all seriousness, how do you think he's actually going to do in Greatest Wrestler Ever? Is he going to just get thrown out because that crowd doesn't love him? What's going to happen with Randy in Greatest Wrestler Ever? He's he's going to get tossed. Yeah. Which is a shame. 
I mean, I don't even think he would make my list. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I, I I think someone should at least be like, at least give his positives. You know, like. I think history will like be pretty kind to him. You know, I think like when the Fed does their story telling and all of his peers talk about him, I think in the end, the next generation that didn't watch him in real time will think he was like incredible. But we've actually seen when he's been like uninterested and bored. And- oh, trust me, I we've we've gone through that phase a couple of yeah. times with Randy, and that's his problem, right? Like he doesn't, he's never even bad. He's just not into it, right? And look, to his credit, I don't think he's been that way for a while. I right. don't blame him for the Bray stuff. Like he tried his best, man. What the fuck do you want him to do, right? Mm. I'd say since like twenty seventeen, he's been pretty locked in. I agree. Like, here's the thing. Like, the Bray feud was actually awesome until, like, the final build domain. Dude, it was. Dude, that oh, no, I meant the last one. I know what you're talking about. I meant the last no, one. That shit was awful. That was awful. I'm talking about the one on the one on SmackDown Live from, like, six years ago. That ruled. And yeah. the matches were terrible when they got to Mania. I was at that match, Mania. It was awful. Yeah. But, like, uh, everything up to the point, like the entire program, all the way up until Orton, like burned the, which was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. That was yeah. great. Then afterwards, it just totally spiraled. Um, yeah, I just wish you'd have done that was like, like the last great SmackDown of that run too. That happened like the last great SmackDown. Imagine if wrestling was like good when he was around, and he could have done like a All Japan Tag Tour alongside Ted DiBiase Jr., where they worked like. Some random fucking like dojo guy and go like three and a three and a quarter over twenty five minutes. Imagine how much that, that would have ruled. That would have ruled. That's the, has his biggest issue. He doesn't have those like quirky weird that matches. That me when you were like you really thought about that. You were thinking about like those Ted DiBiase or like those big boss man Richard Slinger versus. That's what wrestling's yeah. all about, bro. Like you do a deep dive on like. Yeah. You do a, t- a deep dive on like these legendary guys, and you're like, what the fuck? You did a tag league with Giant Baba. <laughs> That's the problem. Him and Brock and Orton missed out on that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Brock and Shelton doing like a champion, you know, a um, World Tag League in, in New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Slinging guys. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. She was like wrestling could have been better, you know. Mm-hmm. That big wide grin on Bobby's face when you brought up Shelton. Yeah. I appreciate it. I always feel bad when we talk about Shelton because I'm always an asshole about Shelton. Shelton rules, man. I just he does. You know. Just, you know, people get dramatic about it. Not Bob because Bob is just a fan. He's I'm got a problem. You're with your fan. Taker TV matches when he's got the when he's the gold standard. Yeah, they fucking rule. I, I think I recall. Like, like yeah. I agree, he rules. And Bob isn't a cult risk because Bob just he's one of his favorite guys, and I respect that. But like some people tweet about Shelton, it's like, all right, man, take take it easy, you know. Well, I think part of the problem is like, and this is. I hate to pick on Dave all the time, but I do. And I don't even mean to be like a dick, but like <laughs> he was like, he won like most underrated, like seven years in a row on the observer yeah. when I was a kid and like a teenager. And it was, everybody, why is any world champion? And it's like, it's just, I mean, to be fair to Shelton, he could have had a run at the title of Jake Hager oh. won the belt. Right. Now, this be very clear. This is not me doing the thing of like, actually he's mid Carter. What I am saying though, is look at his actual body of work. Mm-hmm. How many singles matches can you say that Shelton Benjamin appears to be a complete professional wrestler? The closest he gets post WWE is Fred literally just brought up when he when he's in Noah with Suzuki he's pretty good. New Japan, hmm. 
Well, he's doing research. He just ain't like he's not the wrestler you think he could be. Oh my be. god! Yes. Did you see what Tope just did? Yeah, that's I don't even respect. That's not even worth my you know comment. <laughs> there, legitimately, if you did a collective top hundred matches between Shelton and Roddy, Shelton probably has five. All I right, mean, that would love this. Let's yeah. do this. All right, I'm I'm in the mood. We're gonna do you, a hundred match list. Is that what you're intended to do here? No, you you, you can you can mix it. Okay. You've you've got me thinking about this greatest wrestler, greatest wrestler ever gimmick. Yeah. First of all, sometime on this show we'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll talk about what we're. We'll talk about our. Uh, My God. Little little, little summer. Little little summer mini series we'll do on historical Oracle. Indeed. Discuss it openly amongst the amongst the crowd. Let's In front of here. the marks. Yeah. <laughs> greatest wrestler ever. All right, let's look at this. All right, you ready? Yeah. I don't know what we're doing, but I'm ready. All right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm waiting for, but I'm concerned. Right. We tried this with J-Shell, but you know sold it. Don't blame her. Oh, yes, yes. But Bob and I are going to be sure of this, too. You know? Yeah. Hold on. It's hard, man. And we, Bob and I, we, we're young pups in the game, aren't we, Bobby? Mm-hmm. Our, our greatest wrestler ever would have, like, the Creed brothers at 99 and 100. <laughs> God, they fucking rule, don't yeah, they? they're awesome. Throwing guys around. We're in singles. The actual list. Where the hell is the actual list at? I don't know if anyone's just listed it. They, it seems like the only way I ever could find it was when they're, like, with the write-ups underneath and the pictures. Right. Hold on just a second. Is this just your way of suggesting that Roddy's actually a top 25 candidate? Because I, I agree. Good stuff. Should I do alphabetical order or, order or 100 to 1? <laughs> do alphabetical. Because <laughs> that sounds fucking insane. Let's do it. Okay. In fact, in fact, actually, Oracle, here's the best way to do this for audio. Can we go top to bottom? Because Shoot's going to show up at some point. So let's get to like, let's do the top names. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Rather than like, because if we work through the 90s and 80s and Bobby and I don't know any of the names, it would be kind of bad audio, right? Okay, so so, so which ones do we want to start with? Let's, start, let's go from one and like just work backwards. I know, I know it's not perfect, but when it's 100 names, Yay. I think it's better, you know? Let's, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Reese, I can't comment on this um, AOP venture. You're probably going to see me involved in it pretty soon. Carry on, Oracle. All right, hold on here. My God, there's a lot of papers that Oracle's <laughs> filing through here. This is really quite the procedure. I don't know. Well, there is like 16 years of content yeah. on the... Uh... Indeed. That's fair. Great content, to be fair. Great content. All right, let's see. Okay. Number one. Yeah. Nature Boy, Ric Flair. We have the belief that Rick's going to fall in this next one for a range of reasons we don't need to get into here, but it feels like he's going to fall, right? I think he's going to uh, fall. I would think so. Um, the strength of his work has always been in the 80s. There's a lot of debate about the rest, right? Yeah. Do you know, one of my knocks against Flair, if I was doing this, and I'm not educated enough to, but comparing him to some of the other guys that you're going to name here, don't love the stuff in All Japan. Do not love it. Hmm. And and I haven't seen as much as you, but what I have seen I didn't love. And I think 
that could be used, you know, in opposition of him when you talk about Terry Funk or Stan Hansen or whoever. But right. Will, you know, here's what he is. Bobby, um, thoughts on Ric Flair in the top spot there? I think it's fair. Like, I don't always love the 30-plus minute matches, but there's obviously – I am – on board with enough of them and like you know the steamboat stuff is very good um haven't gone back and watched like a ton of it from before that but uh yeah i mean it's fair okay oracle who we got at the uh the two spot number two terry funk oracle who was your number one stan hansen was at the time okay who would you? Who did you have higher between Terry and Rick? Or who would you have higher? You could answer because I know it's harder to look back at you. Like who would you have if we did it tomorrow? I, you know, I think I'd have Terry above Rick. Now I know the arguments there because I've I've actually seen a lot of Terry Funk stuff, and I should do it with more legends. But tr- like, explain that case. I've talked to you about it before, and one of the things you said to me was you thought Terry's as he aged, his work aged much more. Um, fittingly than flair who always kind of just did a tribute to his golden age is that's a big part of this right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Um, terry was able to kind of fit his he was still terry funk he was able to fit his persona and all the way up and and you know well into the the, uh 2000s flair just didn't really i don't know flair's good stuff it's just yeah it's he's so bad no two and oh three especially god he was so bad terrible worker at the time it was awful Mm-hmm. Yeah. People think, why? Why would you hold that against him? I was like, hey, well, it matters when you're talking about yeah, the greatest you, fucking wrestler ever. You're splitting hairs, right? It's the greatest wrestler ever. Yeah. Um, well, how much Terry Funk have you seen? I'm interested because I don't think you'll be alone if you say not a lot. I'm just intrigued. Yeah, really, not a ton. Like you know, obviously a good chunk of the WWF stuff, and then uh, like I, I've seen matches here and there, but definitely not enough. But like just knowing that he's worked forever and worked everywhere. You know, people, everyone has something good to say about him. Like, he's definitely got to check out more. Oracle, how do you feel about a little side project? Saying that I did a long time ago as a one-off. It's a title we could use again. The historical Oracle, Funk Fights. And we just pick out Selective Terry Funk. We set the scene. Maybe Bobby comes on, talks some shots. It isn't, it isn't Grin Grappler style. It's more like era-based. It's like, like we do it. like one episode, NWA champ, Terry Funk. You know, like what we do. And we can do more angle stuff mm-hmm. too. Be interesting. I, I think like, a lot of our chat has not seen that I like that the much. idea. I like the idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out the best way to do it that makes it separate from Grin Grappler, obviously. Because when when Terry's month comes around, I think we're both going to be violent. <laughs> you know, trying pretty hard game in that spot. So we'll be mm-hmm. careful with it. But we'll try and find something that works. Um Okay, so we have Rick, we have Terry. Who's in at three? Number three is Stan Hansen. There you go. Um, Stan Hansen is like genuinely extraordinary. Like a force of nature, right? Um, he's two matches. Oracle, which year does he have the two classes? Is it 92 or 93 where he works? Um, Kobashi and, and Kawada, like February and July of a year. 93. What's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, two are genuinely my favorite matches. The spot against, I believe it's the quarter match where he does the Larry and like falls out of the ring because <laughs> he does yeah. it with such force. Yeah. And obviously, quarter selling it. That match is incredible. Um, and that's Stan at like past 40, you know? Right. You go all the way back. The Puerto Rico stuff, I'm only seen bits of. 
Um, but I know that stuff's like fame too. You talk about body of work, Oracle. Stan Hansen's got it, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just like stuff in New Japan in the early 80s. Yeah. Classic with Andre the Giant. Oh. Um, incredible stuff in all Japan. Tag teams and singles for 20 years. Going all the way up to like 2000. Yeah. <laughs> um, amazing feud with Carlos Colon in Puerto Rico in 1986. That is in 1986-87. That is just amazing. Uh, one of the great unheralded matches from the 80s against Kurt Hennig and AWA. Uh, just a tremendous, tremendous match. Um, I mean, he's even got fun stuff with like Luger and WCW 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, great matches with Backlund in the early 80s. Yeah. Um, famous few with Bruno San Martino in the late 70s. That's, I think some, I haven't seen any of those matches, but I've heard some good things about them. Mm-hmm. He's the one who broke Bruno's neck, whatever. That's what he's most famous for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. that kind of um, is the story in that regard. Yeah. I mean, he's just, He's got a pretty decorated. Uh... Yeah, he's a pretty unique case. Um, Bob. Yeah. I'm assuming you haven't seen a lot of Stan Hansen. We need to get you, unless you've seen it already, we need to get Bobby the Andre match. Because that's kind of nuts. But what do you know about Stan, Bobby? Yeah, I think I've really only seen – I've seen the Hogan match. Um mm-hmm. I think yes. I watched the Vader match at one point, but not nearly enough for a guy that I am pretty certain I would love. Um, speaking of Vader, do you have his Mattel action figure, Bobby? Oh, yes. Fuck yeah. Dude, hmm? there are very few conundrums in life as, as troubling as figuring out which head, mask, presentation i want to give vader it's a big problem bobby i mean you've got it in the box there mm-hmm. but the best deal is the one without the mask yeah but i want to have the big you know steam gimmick on the shoulders it's a big tro- problem face you have an answer please tell me i'd like help um but yeah vader and, and stan is a famous program because of the eye and all that shit and mm-hmm. the andre match would pop you because it's like kind of nuts seeing andre have like an actual good wrestling match by wrestling, I don't mean like he does holds, but like he has like a real match and place pops huge for it. It's fucking insane. Yeah, because Andre's um, a guy like I haven't seen anything before WWF, and I know yeah. there's a lot of stuff there where he's a lot different. Like you could argue that when he got to WWF, he was kind of already on the downswing. Yeah, I think because obviously he was always the, that territory's like he was like their icon, so to speak, mm-hmm. in real time. So when you say that, if you mean like the the Hogan time, right? Who's that? Yeah. Um, I think definitely. I mean, his body, like, he was never like, you know, having a run of great matches. But for whatever reason, that night, he, he just wanted to bump for Stan Hansen. And it was it was pretty wild. I mean, bump's a strong word, but he wanted to sell for him. And it created a, a, quite the scene. There is some Stan Hansen slander. Not slander at all, actually, but people just saying they don't think he's the best wrestler ever, which, you know, slander in my book. <laughs> um I'm intrigued on Oracle's take. I do wonder if he's a slightly too one note to win the whole thing. Oracle had him at one though, so I guess not. Bob, where would um, where would? Oh, good. 
Where would Sean Spears be on our collective top 100? I think he'd sneak in there towards the end, yeah. right? Feels like it, right? Yeah. He's good. We'd probably get Shelton in, like, we can get him in there above Sean Spears, right? Yeah. Our collective list would be very interesting, you know? Um, I know he's third, Andrew, but the Oracle of Wrestling had him at one, which is more important than a collective poll. It's true. None of those other people are on the late night green. They can go fuck themselves. Right, yeah. Oracle? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oracle, you know you had Hanson at one when you last did this? Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by your read on this because I genuinely don't know what, you, what the correct or right wrong answer is. But, like, could you argue, and you know I love Stan, but could you argue that his stuff is, like, slightly too one note to take the whole thing? I'm intrigued. Has that been a thing that people have debated? Because it did come to my mind when I was thinking about this. Uh, I mean, he he swallows his opponents a lot, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like uh, I don't know. There's there's definitely kind of a. It's hard to describe. I don't know. It's hard to describe. He just sort of, he's overwhelming, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that might put some people off of him. Yeah, he's actually a really interesting case study about like, he has a lot of great matches. But he also has a lot of matches where, you know, to your point, like, he'll just kill guys. Because mm-hmm. there was such an importance of hierarchy in all Japan. Yeah. And so part of why the classics work is because that you've established to the audience that Stan ain't going to just sell for anyone. Yeah. And there's a lesson in there <laughs> that I think may have been lost. In the, you know, when we, it's when we have these conversations sometimes, like, Part of why the classics have such drama is because the audience is stunned that he's in any trouble whatsoever because he has been beating guys up straight for six minutes, easy, six months, easy, you know? So mm-hmm. that's that's that hierarchy thing you brought up that I think is actually interesting. He and Masawa did not click. Joe is right about that. They did not have the best of matches. Um, they're fine. Cut them pretty good. But they, they never had, like, the match they could. you feel like they could have had, right? As two of the, mm-hmm. the all-timers. All right. Stan Hansen, uh, who have we got in at four? The Oracle of Wrestling. Mitsuharu Misawa. There you go. Look at that for audio, right? Um, uh-huh. I'll be totally honest. I am surprised that in this particular project, Misawa came out as the top pillar. I just, for whatever the reason with this audience, I didn't think it would it would be the case. Um, was he your highest pillar? Yeah, I believe so. He was. He was. I think he was my highest. His selling was just. Yeah. He had a particular art of selling that is like. Should be studied by by every wrestler ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was like nuanced and gifted and like complex and realistic, and it's very hard to master and do. And he pulled it off wonderfully. Yeah, it's you know it's it's hard to describe. Like he just one of the all-time great at, at, at uh, selling for sure just in terms of the overall body overall framework like selling overall exhaustion just like right. the way he did it was just I don't think there's anybody better honestly I think when people watch those matches generally especially western eyes will be like Kawada and Kobashi they're the ones that always pop to people they're just getting in right I'm 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 an example of that. Like immediately, Kawada was my guy of those dudes, you know. But there is like a 
it's probably the wrong word for the level of violence they're in the matches, but there is a subtlety to Masawa that is really quite special, right? Like he's mm-hmm. he's understated in the most <laughs> he's understated in a way that it seems impossible to be understandable having those types of matches that are these kind of daring epics and these kind of brutal, you know, like but he's always so that calm and cool nature to him. Right. Is it's very striking. I don't know. There's something special to him, for sure. Um, I'm intrigued by this. Nate says, would you say that Volta is kind of like Hanson? Well, the one thing I would say is, and, and I mean this with all love to the big lad, it would have popped me huge if Stan Hansen had tried to sell for a, a kid. would have been an interesting scene. I'm not sure how that would have gone over if you'd asked him to go 25 with him. But... I do uh, like it as a point because Volta certainly does bring like a or used to anyway when he was because now he's different. That doesn't even mean that's a knock, but it's different, right? Like he isn't the same. Right. There was like a final boss energy to him. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of that comp Oracle? It's a it's a decent one. I think Walter was a little bit more. Walter never moved as fast as Hanson did. Yeah, which Hansen is wild to think like, about, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hanson couldn't fucking see. He's blind as a bat. Yeah. They're, they're just throwing haymakers and fucking forearms and shit and clubs and just constantly oh, swallowing Incredible. up his opponent's hole and then, like, putting them in fucking nasty headlocks and shit and, like... Doing dives. Walter wasn't doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Does the fucking dive through the bottom, right? Yeah. With the diving, like, forearm. You bust that out sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, he's more, um, he's more frenetic than Volta, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now Volta's great. He really is great. The one thing with him, I think, is, and I've said this before. Jeremy used to always pop about and say I was a hater, which is fair because I am a hater. But he's great. I always thought at times, not all the time, but there are stretches there where I think he was better in like theory than in actual reality hmm. like people framing him as like he's the monster heel that you know you climb up and like can you compete with him and then in reality he would just not give you that energy to me not always sometimes right, right. <laughs> hang, on, hang on a second sometimes anyway hang on <laughs> <laughs> no mate Oh, that's just Jay Shell. Hang on. <laughs> that's even funnier. The confirmed shoot has joined us, folks. Here it is. Hello, confirmed shoot. Hello, kids. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about the greatest wrestler ever list. Are we have I can't see, of course. Um <laughs> have we discussed uh Next year's Mandy Rose versus Hikaru Shida NXT title match yet? Has it got worse? The last tweet we saw was the one about, like, I've done all these matches, but I guess I'm injured. Has it got worse? She, uh, no, she said she was happy for Chris and that. What happened? Okay, can someone explain to me what's going on with that? Confirm shoot can do it. Um, Hikaru Shida got fired. No, I don't know. <laughs> it appears. Um, it appears that they wrote her out of the tournament with an injury angle and didn't tell her first. 
Um, the alternative solution, according to uh, the replies to her tweet, is that it's a work. Um, I'm not really sure Come on, bro. how that would make the slightest bit of sense if that was a work, but, you know... Um, <laughs> So they're, I, like, I get, the theory is that they're doing a work to shoot Hikaru Shida Tony Khan feud, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> Bro, um, people got to chill, man. Like, what in what world does that help anyone if that's the work? Yeah. He was if, if it's a work, fight, it's the but... worst work of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems to me that what happened is some lines got crossed somewhere and she did not get clued in on what was going to happen. Communication over there does not seem to be their strong suit. Tope Suicida states it's a work. I'm pretty sure he's doing a Vince Russo imitation, but I'm gonna That's Jack marry Crosby. him anyway. That. That's Jack Crosby. I'm telling you, bro, I we got Tope Suicida's Jack Crosby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got our guy to like track the IP. Oh, okay, it's definitely sense. a thing you can do on the internet, and um, boom, straight to Crosby. Yeah, I've I've informed the police. He, he won't be here for much longer. I don't think. Um, yeah, it's a very weird thing that they did. I don't know. Yeah, just that's a shame. It was like one of those things of just kind of just just taking really simple things for granted and not having a middle person just to say just to give the message and you know. I think what happened. They need a Mark Verano. <laughs> <laughs> My genuine think my genuine thought of what happened is that something changed and they decided they needed to put Statlander in the tournament and she is yeah. just the victim of this all mm-hmm. um, but mm. whatever hopefully it gets cleared up yeah she tweeted that she was happy for Chris and that she guesses she gets to have an extended vacation in Japan now which she hasn't had in a long time yeah kind of like passive aggressive yeah <laughs> Hey man, if they didn't if they didn't clue her in first, I oh, don't blame no, yeah. her one bit. Not her fault. I'm just saying it doesn't feel like a totally sincere message. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. but it, it, again, though, you can't rule out that it's a work. Yeah, mm. can't rule it you out. Know, it's a work. If it's a work, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, um, it's possible. But, <laughs> hey man, you can't rule it out. As as good brother in uh, what's the flick? Uh, 12 Angry Men, right? It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly possible. Imagine we did 12 it's... Angry Men with just four of us. <laughs> they only ever use like one shots. We could just play different roles. Is that the one where they're all in like, a, in like a room debating something? Yeah, and Bob could be the one that's like, you know, well, you know, slightly prejudiced us all. I've never seen it. Is it good? Yeah, it rules. My it's God. great. It's great. Great, great film. I believe it was made in 1950-something or another. It is really good. Yeah, it's classic. It's a classic. So anyway, enough about movies. Uh, should we review Rampage? What I want to do with Rampage is Oracle hasn't seen it, but I want Oracle to review it as though he's watched everything on it. And Wait, you guys didn't do this yet? No. I'll be honest with you, man. We talked about Batman for about 30 minutes. We did. Um, at one point, the chat named Oracle the Oracle of Batman. No, 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 he didn't. That's fucking no, makes no sense. The Oracle of Gotham. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Oracle of Batman doesn't make any sense. What, what sort of fucking idiot would say that? I don't know. I, uh, hey, Ric Flair's training to wrestle again. I saw. Wake up, it's time to die. 
That's the report from um, the Wrestling Observer. Who do you have one, Who one of our good friends is employed by. <laughs> Referring, of course, to Dave Meltzer. Dave's sweet tonight is the best thing ever. Yeah. Dave tonight was like, well, I highly rate matches I hate. And someone in reply said it was subjective. And he's like, of course it's subjective. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, he's like turned in his head into like being like he's like a figure skating judge or something like he just like rates it like purely mechanically kind of rules can't lie so let's see what we got two hours and yeah 45 minutes to go mm-hmm. um, I think we should spend most of that discussing MJF's future Agreed. I do think we need we need Bobby, to get in what now. Are your thoughts on MJF's future? Yeah, I think it's gonna be really interesting. Um, I don't think they'll use him right in WWF. Um, you know, he's gonna be a manager in a year. So I don't like it when people say the Fed or WWF. That's not its name. Oh yeah, sorry. See, by the way, Bob, great point. Um, my thing is like, let's say WWE wants to pay him twenty five million dollars a year. And AEW offers him 250000 Like, I know it seems like the obvious choice is the $25 million, but what if they cut him, right? Like, what the fuck? Is he not full about yeah. that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, AEW believed in him, so he should stay there. Mm. There's no loyalty, man. I've told you this. Like, seriously, okay? I get it. Okay, you want to wrestle on the stage you've wanted to wrestle on your whole life. You know, the wrestling you grew up on, where all your heroes wrestled, but like... We're running fucking Daly's place every December. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, man, but like, I grew up dreaming about wrestling in Arthur Ashe Stadium. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> it does kind of rule. Dude, oh, it definitely rules, but you that's know, the weirdest building. Like, it looks <laughs> like it's holding 50,000. It's like, yeah, there's 20,000 here. Yeah. What the fuck is going on that? But has anyone investigated that? Has anyone counted? That's just the way it looks, man. Can mm-hmm. you figure it out? Can you ask someone about it? Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Like, they showed a picture of it, and I was like, that's at least 75,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick head count. I was like, looking at a good 60K in there, you know? The attendance was tonight, 18,900. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess The not. Oracle of Wrestling? <laughs> yes, sir. Um, If tomorrow... You got an offer from ESPN to do the historical Oracle for three times what you currently make with the late night grin. Would you take it? Yes. You piece of shit. But here's the thing. Here, hold on. Hold on. Sub story on. It would have to Am be. Right? It would have. It would have to be. I would have to be able to like. There'd there'd be demands that would be, that would have to be made. What would be the this is now this is really interesting. What would be the demands? Can't fire me. You know I'll do that. Right. So, no cut contract. Yep. Yeah. That's that's Fucking not allowed. coward. So can't do that. Can't do this shit like an ESPN does every three or four years with a clean house on. Yeah. Not gonna be me. How about reading from a teleprompter? Oh no, Lord no, that's not gonna happen. Hmm. Oh. Good luck, man. Um, 
well, the thing is, I just wouldn't sign the contract if they didn't give me my things. I'd say, go fuck yourselves. Who would be your co-host? Like Daniel Cormier would do it. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith hosting the historical. Charlie Caruso. There you go. Oracle awkwardly laying out ECW angles to Charlie. Now, listen, I don't agree with this stuff. All right? It's a different time. You know Paulie better than I do. He means well. So, anyway, Dreamer, he grabs him. Pile driver, you know? It's crazy. Should have heard Philadelphia that night, Charlie. Should have heard him. So, anyway, um, if the World Wrestling Federation, hypothetically, were to offer the professional wrestler Maxwell Jacob Friedman twice as much money as he makes in the wrestling promotion called All Elite Wrestling, and he didn't take it. He's a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> and I believe the word that people would use to describe him would be a mark. Wow, that was cutting. I mean, am I wrong? No. Bro, I, I text you about this, and I've already talked about it, and this is the last time I'm doing it, but I just... It pops me huge watching people like run with this stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Now this would be, this would be a, a devastating blow. So I mean, the audience it watches would probably just pretend they didn't like him anyway. So I don't think it matters yeah. really. You'd have yeah. a whole fan base that that pretended that liked him that would pretend they don't like him anymore, and then you'd have a whole fan base who's called him um, a bootleg Miz and yeah, uh, you know, overrated. Suddenly would be like, well. He's good now. That's the, they would they wouldn't even like take it back. They'd just be like, he's turned the corner. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, the it's, the system. Helps. it's the system. Now now mm-hmm. that his promos are scripted, he's mm-hmm. really he's nailing it. Bob will be on fucking Fed Dead Redemption <laughs> talking about how great MJF is. Well Joe they're fucking bored as hell. <laughs> I swear to God. Tottenham were playing Arsenal and we were up 2-0. I was popping huge. And I got a text of that link. I I swear to you, that was like genuine pain for me. Because I read it, and I was like, oh my fucking God, this is going to be two years of this now, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's just brutal. Not James Franklin. And like the thing is, the conversation really can go as deep as, like we're talking about money, we don't know the numbers. We're talking about a human we don't know who may just want to go and work there, you know? And it's like, it's just bizarre. I, I don't. I don't understand how much depth people get out of this. Like, surely he watches the TV. Like, <laughs> MJF, bro. You don't think he's gonna have the same fate as like? None Ty of Dillinger. them do, man. Especially him, right? Like, come yeah. on. He's twenty six, and he's like one of the top pro in America. Come on, he's he's cocksure. My personal prediction, based on nothing, is still that they'll get a new TV deal. And they're signing him. Yeah. The contract offer will change drastically. And he will end up staying. I think he's definitely going to the WWF at but some Nick point, cycle. but I don't yeah. think it'll be this time. Nick I may cycle. be totally wrong about that. And I, 100% honestly, I don't really care. No. Um, and that's not even like a negative thing because I actually think he's been very good for a while now. Yeah. You know, there was that stretch where we kind of turned on him, but I'm I'm back on board. I think he's very good. I think his ceiling is very high. But. Wrestlers need to go back and forth. I put that on the Discord, man. I I don't ever want to see twenty years of MJF celebration on Dynamite, man. Like fucking mm-hmm. kill me. Like you can't. Just and that's not even a shot at MJF, man. Like people get it gets boring. You can't. Yeah. 
Like, people have to leave. And sports... We lost Joe. I was on. There he is. <laughs> I said sports have to open up for guys to fill them, you know? Yeah. Like, if the same guys stay there forever, then not, there, there is no up. Like, it's, it's important. I, the example I could text you about, I said it on the air, was like, if Razor and Diesel just stay put, what do you think happens to fucking Foley, Austin, and Rock? Mm-hmm. Seriously. I mean, I think some of them will break through because they're that great, but it'll be different, wouldn't it? Necessity right. is the mother of invention. Yep. If MJF leaves and you go, we need a fucking heal. You look at Ricky Starks and say, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. That's when wrestling's at its best, to be quite honest with you. See, like, honestly, that's when wrestling's at its best. It's great that we currently have two national promotions just have 100 guys, <laughs> but actually it's fun when bookers have to get creative. But, you know. Yeah. And speaking all hypothetically, and again, we don't know the numbers, but... There's no way AEW should it should pay MJF four million dollars if that was the hypothetical. Yeah. Like for what? <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the other thing. Is like bottom line, their big thing is getting a TV deal, and I just refuse the notion that he affects those numbers that way. I just do. Uh, yeah, you can look. The show could be if he's off the show, it could be worse. I'm not convinced it'd be worse for me personally, but it could be worse for you or on an objective level. But like, what are you actually ultimately paying for? You know. Like, here's four million dollars. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> what does that mean? Right? Yeah. I hate that we had a real conversation, and that was my fault completely. No, it's fine. Should we do about rampage? No, I, we could. That, that was a while ago. I don't really remember that much about it. It was on um, TNT. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I got is to it fast forward through a couple commercial breaks. Yeah, it's it, early every week forever now. This is the new time slot. Yeah, it fucking no. sucks, man. <laughs> oh, bro. Is, is, is it me... early next week? Yeah, next yeah. couple early weeks. Next two weeks. Know. Next couple weeks. Let me let me just have this little run, right? Please. It's fine. Bro, like you don't realize how nice it is, you know. We've reached we reached a perfect compromise earlier. Absolutely. I'm gonna show up about I eight prefer... o'clock every week. It's fine. <laughs> I prefer it to be at seven o'clock. Yeah. I told you this the other day. I seven think... o'clock rampage is good. That's what it is next week. I'm pretty sure. Um, As of right now, seven o'clock. Five thirty is too early for me. Um, Dude, they're they're doing a live rampage at six p.m. and in Vegas, it's the the show starts at three p.m. Guys, guys, I'm gonna be done with this show at three thirty. This is my like best case scenario. Let me have this month, right? It's fine. Look at my face. Look how healthy I look. Well. Look at me. Look at my eyes. You see my eyes? It's fucking incredible. Anyway, I'm really close now, aren't I? Yeah. I just realized today that there was going to be like a month straight of me trying to shovel dinner in my mouth while watching Rampage and I'm supposed to review. Yeah. And I can't eat after the show because I've got my... Just watch it after you eat, man. It's horrible. I hate doing that shit. I'm just eating after... Today we watched Rampage, got done, made dinner, ate dinner... And then I came here. That's much oh, better. Yeah. I hate, like, when you're at shot and watch saying, doing the fucking, yep. all this shit. You know, especially if it's messy. Because that's really, me- that that's messed my thing up. Because I'm doing the intermittent fasting, so I can't eat after 8 p.m. So I was like, mm. well, I can't eat after the show, so what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what if he just sends us, like, the, the copy of it? That would be helpful. Yeah. You know, like, he just DMs it to us. And he's like, here's the show, man. Like, what do you think? And like I changed some of the edit and stuff, and we get like a Samoa Joe like vignette in there. I still can't believe they're gonna. It's gonna be live at four p.m. in Vegas. 
I mean, it's fine because there's going to be people in town, so it probably won't matter. But yeah, dude, he's happy hilarious. tweets. He's tweets that we're going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Join me at the bar at 11 a.m. <laughs> did you see they're doing Starcast at SummerSlam? I did pop to huge, pop my fist. Yeah, Connie. Connie has seen the power has shifted. Magic's magic's gone over there, bro. On that, on that fucking rinky dink WCW operation they got going on. Since Cody left, she ain't here. You know what I mean? It's because of Cody. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I was thinking about earlier. Like since Cody's left, the TV's been objectively better, and like the product feels more cohesive. But he kind of cooked him in that one interview. So, pure yeah. trade to take. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, enough about wrestling. Rampage. So look at this. Look at this. We're doing a. Uh... It's We're a doing public service news. here. The evening news. Hmm. Yeah, we talking about three p.m. Wait, is Vegas Pacific time or? Yes. So it's okay. gonna be three. I thought it was Mountain Time for some reason. That's interesting because that means. Oh yeah, so there's just no pre-show at all. Yeah. What? I told Bob. I told Bob that they should just tape Rampage after Dynamite and then just fucking do a YouTube special on Friday before I knew it was scheduled at 3 o'clock or whatever. That'd be that peak Tony Khan. Just be like, we got a two-hour YouTube special. Crowbar versus Eddie Kingston. Fucking Oracle pumping his fist. Yeah. <laughs> I love Oracle's pumping the fist, don't you? He'd spend two weeks talking about how fired up he is about Crowbar and Eddie Kingston, and we'd ask him about it, and he'd say he didn't watch it. <laughs> That's such a. That's not an accurate bit. He's like, I know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I do watch, but I I watch a lot of old shit. So that's yeah. With Crowbar or City Kingston, that, we could convince you that was old. Joe Holbert, the, yeah. the Michigan Panthers have a new kicker this week. <laughs> Cole Murphy from Syracuse. What do you What are your thoughts on Cole Murphy from Syracuse? The, the interesting name. Very interesting name. Combination of someone I. Like a lot more than the other half of that combination, um, but uh, I think he's a hell of a talent. Great upside, good head on his shoulders. Um, I'm a believer, to be quite honest with you. That's good. Joe's probably more interested. Well, can he do a corner kick? That felt that almost felt problematic. Honestly, I'm offended. There's a, I think. There's a kicker in this league that that had never played professional football before until. He didn't even play college football. He was a soccer player in college. Football, excuse me, Joe. That's um, And now he's playing American football as a kicker. I'm watching football for the rest of the show, just so you know. Same. So, did you hear the new the new intro for Rampage? What? It, like, had this thing where it was like, this is Rampage, baby. And there was, like, a video of the guys, like, kind of posing and stuff. And it had this, like, this, this uh, lyrical kind of insert. It was like this is the show. It says about the show you've been waiting on, adrenaline pump. Did you hear it? No, you didn't, Bob. Did you hear this? I did not. Oh. That might not have been on the American feed. Yeah, I think it was an exclusive. They do a lot of stuff like that. Joe, who's winning the FA Cup tomorrow? Who's in the FA Cup tomorrow? Uh, Chelsea and Liverpool. Uh. <sighs> Okay. I got um. Oh God. I got Liverpool. I don't actually care. I'm not even gonna watch it. I'm gonna tomorrow. Like it's just getting. Oh nah, it's just ruined my day. I'm gonna just sleep through that. Fuck that. You know, people start walking. It's the cup final. What does that mean uh, to me? The Owen's like two weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like the Super Bowl when it's two teams you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Like, like oh, you got to watch it. No, I don't. Yes, I hate that. I hate the suggestion, like, has a divine right to interest me. Like, yeah. Big days, big games. Like, to who? Like, I do it because people get, like, if everyone wants to hang out and shit, but, like, people would rip me when, like, the Patriots and Giants played for the second time and the Patriots and Eagles. I fucking hate those teams. I, I refuse to watch the games. I don't watch them. I haven't watched. People, like, this past year was the first time I've watched the entire Super Bowl in years. Like, I'll, I kind of follow along, and if it's close in the fourth quarter, I'll turn it on. But Right. Do you remember, this, do you remember um, when we did the halftime show? No. We did, like, a Rampage review and everything. For what? The super, they called us in, remember? Do you guys actually not remember this? We had a full stadium. No, I don't have any... <laughs> And they were trying to like Bobby sucks, and we were like just doing our show as usual. We didn't have like mic- we just used these mics, so they couldn't hear us. Oh, okay. We just talked about rampage. We're in the middle of the field. That was a very stressful night for me, so it's not that surprising. I don't oh, remember it. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Our, the outfit changes that night were crazy. I ain't gonna lie. There was a big period where I didn't watch Super Bowl a lot because like you watched it that year. You were there. <laughs> my problem is like when my team's done. I was yeah. saying for college football too. When my team's up, season's over, I don't care. I'm like, I don't watch the national championship half the time. I didn't watch the national championship game this year. Time and like yeah. when my when my team's done, it's like, uh, yeah. So you just don't watch college football after like the end of November, <laughs> your entire <laughs> yeah, life. Pretty much. <laughs> I like college you, football. Pretty much. First of all, bowl games fucking suck. I like bowl games. I think they suck now. Bowl games? Is that like a reality uh, show hosted by Dwayne The Rock Johnson? No, you're thinking of bowling games. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> I just think they suck. But it's like two people square off and they, they bowl against each other and then one person loses and Dwayne The Rock Johnson shoots them in the back of the head. <laughs> bowl, bowl games Bowl games were better before the playoff, in my opinion. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's true. New York Six Bowls are still good, but like... Um, have you seen his bit of like <laughs> MMA enthusiast Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Have you seen that? No. Like the UFC card started, and he's like, he gets his phone and starts does an Instagram story. And he's recording himself, and he's like, you just feel the intensity. This this fucking guy. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Does he refer to the fighters by their initials? <laughs> Only in tweets, I think. Okay. You know. Did you know he's starting a football league? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. He doesn't know anything about the game. I know he's never played. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of art in his tweets during that league, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, one of them is definitely just going to read, like, the passion fire emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what it means to them, like the American flag next to it. <laughs> I, might be, uh, I might be playing some... Uh, oh, my soccer. God, you're in the league? Well, I might be playing some soccer in the fall. Sure. Oh, we were talking about the XFL. Oh, that shit! I don't yeah. like that shit. That's a, that's your. Joe, I was supposed to report that our that our good friend JJ Williams, yeah, is not inten- attending the impact taping that's occurring twenty minutes from his house right now. See, that could backfire. You should wait until the taping's ended because someone might show up. All right, like I mean, fucking Rick Flair's training. What I was asked impact. to do by my friend. You don't have to lash out at me. I'm very confrontational to that. Yeah. It's the early uh, – Bob earlier was talking about 
You know, at the end of Rampage, they shot that angle shoot with the NWO? Yeah. Bob was mad about it, and I was like, how would you show if you was in the building and your knees felt good? Like, how would you show that? And Bob was like, I'd boo. Like, but I said, like, would you boo when it happened or would you wait until everyone's leaving and then boo? And he's like, I'd wait. So, like, everyone's fighting out and Bobby's standing there booing and his knees feel good, right? Right. And he goes, you know, maybe someone from creative comes out and tells me to calm down. And I'd be like, who are you telling me to calm down? And he said he'd bow up to him. So he was thinking about, like, how easily he could beat up, like, Sanjay Dutt or someone. Can you imagine, like, security escorting Bob backstage and into a room and then like Tony Khan comes in and he's like, Hey man, <laughs> just be a fan. <laughs> I actually think Tony Khan walk in with like a file of all of Bob's tweets and like slam it on the desk. Yeah. Look no, like, yeah. you now, you piece of shit. You know? <laughs> Look at you now, you piece of shit. That's, That's definitely not what Tony Khan sounds like, but I respect <laughs> it. That's fine. It's more like a Johnny Ace. He'd have like a list of like Inaccuracies that Bob has said on our show. Yeah. <laughs> and after everyone he reads, he'd be like, explain that. And then he'd like do that thing where you slam the papers on the desk so they shuffle correctly, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And put them back down, and Bob would be like, oh. Bob would just agree that all of them were bad tweets and would leave at like four in the morning. I've gotten multiple DMs from him about shit that Oracle said on this show. Tony Who? Khan? Yeah. Me it's too. It's like, what's the deal with this guy? I he can't tell him he's a loose cannon. Well. So I don't endorse the things that he says, but I can't stop him. Yeah. No, no one can. Bitch, shot. I'll beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show him what I it's don't like. Know, bro. It depends what time it is of the day, because that dude, sometimes he's locked there's in. No, look, there's no way Tony Khan can fight. Bro, I ain't saying he can fight. I'm saying that at certain points in the day, he's in a state where you don't want to fight him. That's what I'm saying. You don't want that fight. If you fucking, if he, you know, you're, you feel like you're in control and he starts, you know, getting a little bit crazy. Some biting, gouging. What if he shows up with a dog? I'm running. <laughs> I'm fucking booking it, dude. I'm fucking booking it. Imagine and, the visual of like Oracle standing there, like ready to fight, and Tony Khan getting out of a car with just his dog. <laughs> what now? Oracle <laughs> <laughs> just sprints. <laughs> Oracle's like, doesn't have to come to this. This talk 93 WCW, and he's like, well, puts the dog back. <laughs> she kicks him in the bollocks or something. I don't know. Tony Khan should start working a uh, karate gimmick like Bischoff did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best work ever. Yeah. Can you imagine those? Like, he just starts tweeting like pictures of him and in a what are they called geese and yeah, he, yeah. And like, he's like in a karate martial arts studio and he's just like holding the fist up yeah and the catch would be like glory days of like the art the bicep emoji yeah god can you imagine the replies to that they would kick the shit out of it. yeah it would <laughs> and then like he'd react to it and be more self-aware and be like back when i could scrap with a crying laughing emoji on the end as if to say i'm aware you know, i know what's going on TK as a karate guy would be fucking hilarious. And then Bish would immediately challenge him to it. Oh, like for a, sure. Oh. Yeah. But the next, I'm just very like next imagining Tony, Tony Khan tweeting that out. And like maybe like punks with him and they're both doing the fists. Oh, no. And it's like you got WWE fans kicking the shit out of him in the replies. And then you got like Fulham fans kicking the shit out of him in the replies. And Jaguars fans kicking the shit out of him in the replies. 
<laughs> and then there's like Jack Crosby. Holy shit, man, you look great. You know, yeah. like you're right in the midst of it. <laughs> it's a Twitter couple quote tweeting with how proud they are of him. A couple heart emojis. <laughs> there's no way we're accomplishing anything on this show tonight. <laughs> we did a lot before you, we were talking about Batman and, uh, Dude, I received multiple messages that I needed to come save the show. That's a shoot, too. That's not even me doing it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I heard there was I don't know. People want to talk giant about stuff going people, on. People, you know, they want to talk about fucking all elite wrestling all the time. Fuck that shit. That shit we was listening to the greatest wrestlers ever. It doesn't get more prestige than that, you know? I'm going to send this episode to Netflix. Where was MJF on that? He believes he's considering going to the World Wrestling Federation. Remember when Jack Crosby called him generational and we immediately text each other privately and called him an asshole? Came <laughs> out in the group chat. The best for a about, the, about, the, that one's not even a bit. That uh, that one actually happened. <laughs> that is exactly what I just described it. We didn't even respond to him. He just said, he's generational. We ignored him. And I just immediately text you, what the fuck is he talking about? And you said it to me or whatever, which way. We both agreed. <laughs> Oh, he did he it so serious. Jack Crosby story. He does it all so serious. Like he's like, listen, I'm just I don't agree with you guys. That kid Max's generation. It's like, what the fuck, man? Grow up, you know, get a clue. Next thing he said about red velvet's bad. It's like, come on. Oh, he's a piece of shit for that. <clears throat> Agreed. Especially when he when he directed it, Jay Show. That was venomous. That was, yeah. Remember when Paul White signed for AEW? Yeah, he's modern-day Gorilla Monsoon. And he was <laughs> on a long, wound road, but he was just getting started. He had the palm of the world in his hand. He had the palm of the world in his hand? Yeah. Been yeah. back in there a thousand times. Now we've got some new mind and friends. Sing the song, Bob. I mean, Joe just did a good job with it. We have news. Sean Rossap says that Sheeta knew about not being in the tournament. Oh. God, this is actually a work. It's horrific. Yeah. Oh, well. Look at AEW talk. He's like, Nate's right. Like, our audience wants to talk about AEW. The problem is, Bob hasn't actually watched a, Joe, a show since last July. It's true. Um, I've only watched Eddie Kingston and Samojo YouTube clips since last December. Oracle never watched the show to begin with. He just watched WCW and I just give him the closest equivalent. And um, Shoot watches all four shows every week. So it's kind of an awkward conversation to navigate, right? Yeah. I've never yeah, seen that on the I don't even like. I don't even like AEW. It's not even good. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I'm here just to... I like when Bob tweets that the show is really good and like eight different people reply to him and call him a piece of shit. Yeah. I think I like that's when, healthy. I like when Bob spends six months on a wrestling podcast, predominantly focused on one promotion, and when he's asked to repeat the top woman stars pose or like taunt thing, he doesn't have any idea what it looks like because he doesn't watch the shows. That's what I like. You know? Yeah. Oh, sure. oh, oh, oh. But enough about Red Velvet. 
We did ask him about that once. He didn't know what we were talking about. You remember he did the thing where he did the he she spelled spelled it up. Oh yeah, I know. But he we, the red velvet thing happened too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was lying to you. Oh, Bob, you're ahead of me. <laughs> I thought he was gonna break it, but I didn't want to spoil the, it for you. He's got the satellite feed. Yeah, he's on Fox Sports One. Look at this! Look at this shit that four door soup post here. This fucking garbage. <laughs> What a horse shit is that? that kind look of at your edgy. Oh, look at that. You're edgy. Ooh. Ooh, this guy's fucking edgy. Ooh. That's why we call him Edge. That was spiteful. What <laughs> <laughs> happened? Bob called him Adam Edge, and so I was like, we get it. You know the real name, you fucking idiot. And Bob was like, that's just a bit. I didn't really mean anything by that. I can use Wikipedia too. Bob was just trying to do his bit that everyone enjoys, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oracle, did you hear what happened with uh, Bob's court hearing on Monday? <laughs> no. Oh, that ruled. That's, that's a shame. I don't I don't pay attention to, you know. Life? Yeah. <laughs> don't pay attention to the I just exist in the vacuum of my own world and Bro, I saw your Twitter bar the other day, and it was like really heavy. They did bubble pass. That was awesome. What's one mine? Yeah, where you're like, I just like ruined my life watching wrestling. I was like, Jesus, man. <laughs> I, mean, I knew, I know you intended it, but it kind of bummed me out. I was like, I guess, <laughs> kind of made me feel bad, honestly. I'm, you gotta remember, I, I'm a pessimist, Joe. I just, I have to make like really dark and you know, great movie, pregnant jokes, you know. Hate great movie. Tremendous flick. Yeah, especially the way it's shot and filmed. Dude, we should oh, recreate dude. the scene with Bob and Oracle. I did a whole paper in my what, the one on the, the airport at the end? No, where they first meet. You know, the oh, first scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought you were talking about the ending on the tarmac. Oh, it's right? great to me. You know the first, when they first come, they sit down and go face It's incredible. Yeah. That, I, that scene drives me nuts. What? If there, there's not a single shot Oh, yeah, I know. It goes back and forth, yeah. Yeah, I wrote a whole paper about that. It drove me crazy. Is the reason, is the believe reason that it's because you're literally switching from one direct perspective to the other? They're, like, completely... Yeah, I think so, but it's still... Because it's like, they didn't even, they didn't necessarily even have to be there together. They might not have been. <laughs> but I think I think there's, like, a... Vi- I want to say I've seen something where they... Where the, the, yeah, I uh... think they actually are, but... No, no, but I think I've seen something where the director, like, talks about the, the actual reason for it, like, the motivation for it. Oh, okay. I think the idea is that, like, when you're looking, when when one of them's talking, you can only see through things their way, right? But like they're completely sense. at odds in their conversation, but they're actually got like a similarity kind of. Thing. It's, I don't know. It's great. Movie fucking rules, though. Yeah. Are you more of a De Niro guy or a Pacino guy? Pacino. Yeah. I've seen know. more of his stuff. I actually haven't seen a lot of De Niro's like peak stuff. Like, I still haven't seen Raging Bull. I haven't seen. I haven't seen stuff. Meet the Parents. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Um, taxi Driver, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I need Taxi Driver's incredible. Serpico's fucking incredible, man. Oh, yeah. What a- oh, that isn't... And I will say, best performance between them. I'm sorry. Pacino, Godfather 2, best between yeah. them. Because one is one of the greatest films ever, but it's a, about a whole lot more than just... That is his film, too. To me. Right. And I know it sounds dumb because De Niro's great in that too. Goes without saying. But 
fuck. The level of depth in that portrayal is absolutely stunning. It really is, honestly. I mean, it sounds like I'm doing a bit because whenever I'm sincere, it sounds like I'm full of shit, but I, I actually mean it. Oracle, did you hear Bobby and I say that there was just a double pass in this football game? Is that a, is, is that a shoot shoot? Yeah. Is that legal? In, in the U.S., you could do it in the XFL too, but in the USFL, you can, you can do a forward pass as long as it's behind the line of scrimmage, uh-huh. and then you can throw it again. Mm-hmm. They just did a double pass for a touchdown. My God. You know, you hear about the MJF contract thing, guys? Dukes is asking. Has he resigned? No. Bob, do you know you know, you know what's going on with this stuff? Ironically, that's true, actually, which is the funniest part of that. A lot of these movies y'all mentioned, I've never seen. Fair. But you've seen Spring Stampede 94. Oh, yes. That's what matters most to me, brother. I watched a show the other day. It's still very good. Oh. Okay. I've also seen, like, see, like, I watch a bunch of TV shows, like, and sometimes for weird reasons, like, <laughs> I'm watching, like, I've watched, like, <laughs> well, weird reasons. This will sound like I'm a pervert, but it's not the reason why. So I, I, I've, I've been watching Girls on HBO. Oh dear. Well, we've turned it Thanks because for joining Adam, us. It's because Adam Driver is fucking incredible in it. Oh, man. And he pops me huge. I'm happy for you. It's good. You don't believe You do me. you, brother. You do you. You don't blame me, do you? No, you know, I just. I can't believe you just. Well, I'm watching it. Better Call Saul. I'm watching. Um, oh, that's fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm watching uh, Fear the Walking Dead, Laugh Out Loud. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen Laugh Out Loud. Right um, I'm watching. No, they're free uh, from films. The flight attendant. Oh, the flight attendant's Night good. Film. I'm watching uh, Hacks, the second season. Oh, Hacks is good. Did you say the second season? Yes. Yeah, Bobby just popped. I didn't even know it was the second season. <laughs> what did Bobby? Yeah. I don't want to spoil the game because Shoot hasn't seen it yet. But okay. He's gonna do um, the same thing. Bobby just like. <laughs> oh shit! Bobby just. Oh. <laughs> Oracle, you gotta turn this game on. What happened? <laughs> they did a flea flicker. The snap and picked it up and threw a touchdown. Yeah. Do you drop it or they do a flea flicker and just got busted up? I I gotta see it again. Here we go. Here's the do play by play. Hands it off. To, okay, it is a run. It, it was a flea flicker. <laughs> and quarterback just does a spin move to get away from the guy and just like lobs it up and they got a touchdown. Oh, that fucking ruled. This league oh, they got tarps in the end zones now. <laughs> Is this Dwayne the Rock Johnson's league? No. Fuck that league. You know Oracle's playing that, right? Yeah, he's yeah. kicking. For Vegas. The Oracle <laughs> place kicking. Vinny Vegas. Remember him? Whatever under him. He was good. I liked Vinny He was a good hand. Vinny Vegas and the Diamond Stud. They never did enough with them. They both just fizzled out, like a lot of those OVW guys, you know, that Cornette yeah. talks about, like Doug Basham and. <clears throat> what do you Big go Dins think? Do? What's the last movie you've seen at the cinema, Joe? James Bond Goldfinger. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. I told shit. Bob. Bob converged for that. That's true. Mm. I don't. I sit like I love it. I absolutely love the experience. But whenever I go to an old flick. They do the trailers, and I literally sit there and think, do they not want me to give them my money? 
The films are terrible now. They're just bad, man. Like they cut most of the trailers nowadays for like fake movies. I think they are fake movies. I think you walk into the, the, the uh, theater and they just give you your money back or something. I don't know. What's what's movie that you've liked in the, in the last since say 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 twenty ten? What movie would you say has been like awesome since twenty ten? Oh no, I'm not like a like a, a snob about. It. I love a lot of those movies. I mean, we've talked before about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's like one of my favorite flicks ever. I just think currently. Like I have not, maybe I'm missing stuff. When stuff comes out, I'm like, mm. you know, I mean, I love Parasite. I love a lot of, it's not like I'm not a modern movie. I'm not like a, an old man about it. I just think currently there seems to be nothing good out. Sean Spears apparently wrestled Bear Bronson tonight. Oh, fucking rule. Yeah. What show was that on? Sean Spears is awesome. Was this Impact? Shut up. That's, there was no need for that. <sighs> I was asking. Come on, man. <laughs> We're having fun together. That uh, we haven't even hit two hours, and this show is fucking. We need to review Rampage. Don't worry, we'll go everything. Under... We'll go everything. We'll, we'll review Rampage at about the three hour and thirty minute mark. Stay with us, yeah. folks. <laughs> sometimes more important. In absolute fairness, more important things come up sometimes. MJF's contract is a big situation. Football True. game, dude. What if the time stamps for this episode are just zero 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 one MJF's contract? Boom. Yeah, there you go. And then when people make it to an hour and 54, they're like, oh, he got me, you know? <laughs> you know? Oh. Anyway, enough about Batman. Bob give his top 55 Batman villains earlier. Yeah, most of our Batman talk was just us naming Batman villains. Well, you generally. <laughs> 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 That's how we should review Rampage. Just like name the wrestlers that were on the show. Chris Jericho was there. Butcher and Blade were named uh, Chris Jericho Sports Entertainers of the Week. Yeah. Does it pop you when Butcher like just looks really red? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Did you see? Uh, did you like when uh, Pentagon did the Sarah Miedo in his face and Blade kicked him and told yelled "Shut up, bitch." Yeah, Penta was in full like, this is Rampage, baby. (laughs) That was his mode tonight. There's 200,000 people watching this show and go fuck themselves. Shut up, bitch, is a great thing to yell. Shut up, bitch. Maybe not at at females, but... Yeah, I was going to say, that's a little bit problematic. It's kind of a bit Bob to say. Shut up, bitch. See? (laughs) We was kind of... um, We were talking earlier about Bob brought up cancel culture and he like did this really weird ramp where he started like, you just can't say anything nowadays, you know? And Oracle and I were both like, well, you know, it's a different world nowadays. And Bobby started like, I'm red. And his camera just turned off and he's muted and we just had to feel the dead air before he came back. And he didn't, he's not referred to it since. It was two hours ago. We're only 155 in. Fair. Do you remember when I accidentally actually did that? Yeah, that, that was mm-hmm. one of the best things ever. <laughs> Just can't get away with anything nowadays, you know? <laughs> you can't get away with anything. It's like the furthest thing from who you are, which made it incredibly funny that you didn't realize you were saying those words as you said them. It was amazing. Yeah. That's the first thing that popped in my head. People don't realize, man, like, when you do podcasting, you know, conversational content. Yeah, please like don't if, call it a podcast. I'll have to quit. If 10% of like what I say is, like, coherent, great day yeah because the rest of it's me just like throwing words at you and like being like figure it out you know 
Like, dude, we talk about these matches, and everyone wrestles the same. So I'm just like, he's explosive, dynamic, snappy, creative, innovative. It's like I just figure it out on the way. I just have to leave, just throw the words and let them figure out. Bob, did you ever watch Lizzie McGuire? Oh yeah, yeah, that was Lizzie McGuire. Bob wasn't on Lizzie McGuire. (laughs) Did you see the pictures of Hillary Duff that got put out this week? Hold on now. What kind of show is this, pal? Evening right. news, right? Now hold on just a second. Oh, no. Oh, God, he's searching. This is terrible. He just put his microphone down. He needs was free hands. Women's Health, is that what that was from, Bob? Mm-hmm. Well. It's from Women's Health, Joe. I know, but it's just, you know. It's tasteful. Yeah. Oh. It's content for women. It's amazing. Oh, I, can't the... watch. I can't look at this while I'm <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Luke Crosby in the chat. Honestly, I just don't understand how Bob forgot to mute himself when he went to get water but really went to his rant room. <laughs> I've so, got a water bottle now. What do you mean? Like, Oh, it's like a real fancy bowl. Yeah. That's cool. Bob, let's do it at the same time. This is really romantic. <laughs> Bob's very wholesome. It's the hydration period of the program. <laughs> Do you think Bob could win like a Kids' Choice Award or something? Probably, yeah. Bob, for the rest of the show, I'm randomly gonna gonna yell "hydrate" and then we're gonna drink water. Okay. So here's the thing. I noticed it Tuesday during the dark uh, watch along, and every time you took a drink, I would take a drink right after. No one noticed. Oh, I didn't. I missed it completely. (laughs) We did a grin along on Tuesday. I thought that show was stricken from the record. Good lord, Bob did a bit, and we didn't even notice. I'm sorry, Bob. He does a lot of bits. He's actually filming a ten part documentary about his experience working with us fucking idiots, and we think we're he's the joke. And fuck. What? I forgot to watch Jay Shell's documentary again. Oh, it rules. It yeah, rules. I, I said to her, in all seriousness, I said it to her earlier, like, when people in rest of me are here doing something, like, I think you guys know me well enough to know my general reaction is like, all right, <laughs> see what this looks like. And I knew she got a big interview, so I was pretty confident. I didn't know if it was going to be like a 30 minute thing or what kind of interview she got, how long they were. I hadn't seen them. And uh, when I saw the length and I saw the intro, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is, you know, this is. What she intends to be her magnum opus. I only say intends to because she's 17 and I assume she'll do, you know, way bigger and, and better things because, you know, we, we expect that of all of the shit she does right now, right? It's just a starting yeah. point, but it is pretty spectacular, I must say. So to give everyone an insight into the terrible people that you're giving your money to. I'm not guilty in this, but Carol. Jay Shell uh, sent us a link to the documentary early. She put it in our famed late night grin group chat mm. and Funny. i don't know what night this was tuesday night maybe yeah and none of us replied to her <laughs> i did privately in all seriousness but yeah until I'm the next day yeah. yeah we're awful human beings i mean joe's lying right now he didn't even know about it till just now she has a she has a documentary yeah was that what she was promoting earlier? I have her muted, so I don't know. Yeah. 
I wanted to talk about the show I did with her, but I also have a mute when I do those podcasts, so I don't know either. Oh, okay. I don't watch your shows, so. Who's That's J-Shell? That's technically true, is it? Who's that? <laughs> I hijacked their show last night, you know, shoot. Bob, this morning, I or not this morning, it's actually this afternoon, I turned on this morning's episode of The Burt. Mm-hmm. And I was basically just going to fast forward to your little news update because they popped me huge. Yeah. And then I was trying to figure out why it opened with a video of Jack Crosby and music playing. So then I had to hear that story. But then I jumped forward to your um, your sports update where you apparently <laughs> read the wrong hockey. Did, yeah, the basketball games are right, but the hockey games yeah. were uh, we yesterday. Were, we were workshopping this earlier. We think that when it's like sport, when sports that Bob cares about aren't on, Bob's just make up stuff. Oh, that's a great idea, yeah. Just fake names and, like, give a tip. and It's a fucking tremendous bit, man. Yeah. Oh, I think we do pretty good stuff around here. I've told people this recently. Like, you know, like, when people come up to you in the street and say, the, the shows suck? Mm. It happens enough that I kind of, like, start to believe it. And I watched one. I was like, it seems okay. I've stopped leaving the house. Because of the debut? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they don't come to your window? I guess There's you're so high up. Right? Outside right now. You're so far. There's so much... Distance between you and the, you know, mere civilians and mortals of our world. There's kind of the gate comes in handy. Yeah, but there's literally like last I looked, there was about 15 people out there with like shut it down signs and. <laughs> Where is this at? I do feel a little bit sorry for the guy with the Your review house? rampage sign. You know, the, the review rampage sign guy looks actually sad. It's kind of tough. yeah. I feel bad about. I feel a little bad about that. Yeah, Oracle outside my house. Mm. Do you not have that happening there? Oh no! It could be physical comedy ahead here, folks. All good here. (laughs) I didn't know if you had to put it up your sleeve for that rules. You know I love you, so I'm going to say this with all due respect. Oh no! That door has been in the background of this show for what? 35 weeks now, 34 weeks. Sure. Mm-hmm. Most of there's been a couple episodes you were a different location. You just had the opportunity to go open that door and have like an all time moment in grand history. And you well, I think it. what you should do, I think you should put like a sign on it just as forbidden. <laughs> <laughs> and just ne- never even reference it. Like people in the chat about what isn't, and we just, someone actually said it on Twitter, right? There was like, are we ever going to see the door? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's pretty fucking... I mean, is this show that shitty that you just get intrigued by the door? I don't know. Maybe it is. Joe. Yes? Oh, yeah. Bodies? Yeah. I'm already like 100 pages deep in the script, bro. That's fine. Interesting. And like Oracle looking up because there's blood dripping and he has to pretend it's part of like his performance art. You know? Oh, man. That's good. The first time (laughs) it happens, it's dripping in front and he's like... And we go, oh, Oracle's looking up and he's like... Like them, you know, because he's narrating over, obviously, because he's character. You know, like the times that he accidentally bumps his microphone and stuff. Yeah, it's like covering up sounds from the other room. Or like you know when he just violently hits his microphone, making a loud clump noise. He's actually like knocking the blood off the top of it. Yeah, rinsing it of the the evidence. Is that loud? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was one time we did when we were doing Green Grab. I remember this vividly. Oh when my god! Playing... <laughs> <laughs> so that, imagine Joe. 
that Oracle gets up and he walks back to the door and he opens the door and then he walks into the background of Bob's picture. (laughs) (laughs) And this whole time, Bob and Oracle have been roommates. (laughs) What if Bob's actually a robot built by Oracle? (laughs) 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 He's just freaking... Like he walks in, we're like, holy shit, and he just like picks Bob at the top half of Bob that we see, just picks it up, and he's like, now what? You know, we just all fucking scram. Just like breaks Bob's neck. (laughs) (laughs) And we just have to end the stream. He just turns his head and there's nothing there. Just hollow Bob. It's like it's like it's it's like fucking Westworld, but yeah. Like even the hat that we always see in the pictures is just half of it. Just complete prop, walking prop. Bob, is that your the door to your room or your closet door? No, that's a closet back there. The door is over there. This is my mailbox here. So. Yeah. And there's a window. You know, um, you know the forbidden great, door? Great call back there, Joe. <laughs> you know the forbidden door? They're apparently going to do a wrestling show sometime next month. Really? And I had this terrible nightmare that one of New Japan's like most famous wrestlers that the AEW fan base particularly likes would spend all week tweeting about how much the promotion fucking sucks and how much he hates it there. And I was like, bro, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Woke up, obviously, it would never happen, but it's kind of right. wild to think about. Like, imagine if that happened, right? Imagine, like, Tanahashi or, I don't know, one of the other top guys there did that. would be crazy, right? Is Nakamura still there? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Bobby, so what, what if they combine the IWGP IC belt and the I or the IWGP? Dude, come on, bro. Come on, you talk. They need that belt, you know. They need yeah. to do the Goto matches with Shin and stuff. Yeah. Which what belt is Machine Gun going to wrestle for once a year if there's no IC strap? You know. Bob. Bob. Bob's a hologram, a bobogram, if you will. <laughs> Let me tell you something. My friend, Bobby O'Neill. Why is JJ just assuming that Bad Luck Farley is not going to be there? He'll be there. He's going to wrestle Paul White. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What does that look like? I don't know. I've never seen that like Folly wrestle. Oracle. What does that look like? It looks like a fucking four and a quarter, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a t-shirt that's like four stars on the front and the back says dot 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 and a quarter. <laughs> but it doesn't like it spells out it spells it out too. Front is stars, the second just says and a quarter. Us creating a, a merch shop and then just totally ignoring it and people we just come keep coming up with shirt ideas and then i don't do anything about it yeah, best fit we have it's probably a lot of work though right we got a lot of bits man like you've seen our new bit where the videos just buffer extremely and no one can enjoy them that's a good one no i didn't even know that i didn't even know that was happening yeah it's a real i don't know like someone brought it up to me the other day and i was like there's no way that's that can be our thing though right because if they stream good they shouldn't does that yeah, make sense? doesn't really make any sense. So I Googled it and looked and it was, and I couldn't see anything that we could do differently. And then someone commented it and like I tweeted and literally everyone that watches the shows almost was like, yeah, it's been terrible. 
<laughs> but they were all so polite that almost, like none of them really said anything because they just assumed it was their internet. So I don't know. Probably I think so. I mean, was their internet. I think you. <laughs> I think YouTube is. Uh, listen, man, we know what's going to happen, right? We don't have any of us are surprised. We can't talk to us, man. And when it when the day comes and you know we've got to do our own thing, Bob's got the technology, and we've got the voices for that. So it's whatever. I do think it'll be good though, like being in prime time. Like I love the internet, bro, but isn't it good to have to tell like your your folks? Like, yeah, we're on the actual TV, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just cool. Like and like a live studio audience and I know Bob's nervous about that part, right, Bob? Like you're kind of unsure how we're gonna play into it, but it's just to me it's like if we're having a good time, the people in the tenants will be having a good time. Oh yeah. You know? like, I do I do fear some of the wrestling reference will be lost on them because it like we're not a wrestling show. You know, so like when Oracle's like, man, you hit him like Blackman in '99. Like, I don't know if that's gonna get the kind of reception we're looking for, but you know, ultimately, I think I think we'll do okay. I think we'll beat SmackDown in the ratings. I've said that from the start, but I'm just glad we won't get our time slot moved because of hockey. It's true, dude. Does anyone watch hockey? Do they, do they actually play the games or do you like pretend? Do they just make it up. I don't know. I quit watching hockey a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. They should do that. Like, you know, like a shitty sport like baseball. They should just not play the games, just make up fake results for a week and see if anyone notices. Fair. I mean, baseball, they 100% could do that and no one probably would notice. Dude, when I went to see the Dodgers play, mm-hmm. And they were shitty and lost, and everyone was eating their hot dogs. I walked out, and we, we got in the cab, and the guy was like, yeah, they're playing them for the next 12 nights. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Get a clue. Play one who game. Play? I don't know. I actually, This is not even a fake story. That's a real thing. I don't, I don't remember who they played because it was four years ago. And of course, I don't. But it did pop me huge. Like, sitting in those stands and, like, looking around at people that have, like, the full Dodgers gear on and not, not watching a second of the game is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's LA for you. Yeah, that's what's the, the – um, who was it? I don't know. Someone said to us, like, it's not so much a baseball thing. It's just that's what LA sports fans are like, which I completely, you know, bought because it makes sense. Whoa. That, in, all, in all seriousness, though, that is kind of the appeal of baseball. Yeah. Cricket. What like, did happen? There Crickets Wait. like that. I see. Wait. What's going on here? I don't know if it was my internet or what, but like Joe started talking and there was like a pause, and then you like you were you, you your whole speech was fast forwarded. I do that all the time. It's my special. Yeah, yeah, that that was real. <laughs> it's like my plus my party trick. That's I'll tell you what. Yeah. That's something else. Agreed. I'm pretty good. Like someone said to me, you're pretty good at this. That was you that said that. You said yeah. that a lot. It is weird that I text it to you sometimes. It is really is. Like, even I get kind of weirded out. Like, I'll look the next day and I'll be like, what the fuck? Why did I send this to Shane? Like, yeah. my God, I'm awesome. And that's it. It's kind of uncomfortable. It is, yeah. Especially when I'll follow up like I'm you. Like, I'll send it and then 20 minutes later, I'll be like, damn right you are, man. Yeah. Like, the love, the heart emoji. I just go in there and I put like I tap the little ha ha thing and <laughs> go on about my day. 
Have we talked about the authors of pain becoming the uh, owners of British wrestling yet? I didn't think you were supposed to comment on that. Change the subject. Bob, how about this football game, huh? It's actually been pretty good. I'm enjoying the league quite a bit. Never mind. I'd rather talk about it and blow my opportunity. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, look, do I will I like most of the guys wrestling? No, but like, I think I could be entertained enough on commentary. You know? Yeah. I am a little bit scared about going like full you know, one man booth. And like the Joey Styles comp made me uncomfortable, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but I think he was just talking about solo. I don't think he was talking about my taste or <laughs> beliefs or anything, you know? I'm very excited to get the text message in the middle of the show that's just shoot, I'm killing this right now. Yeah, I, I did like, that a lot. I actually sent one of those every day of the burnt so far. Yeah. This is I did this it today at the huge. six minute mark. This is huge. Tope just made a great point. Demon Grin says if you're at a Dodger game without edibles, you're not doing it right. Tope says Demon Grin checklist straight edge X. That means that it is not CM Punk. Demon Grin is not CM Punk. Well, unless it's CM Punk trying to convince us it's not CM Punk. Oh, that's true. Let's see. I just think they're all criminals. Mm. Yeah. Could be. Anyway, what got us onto the royal family? Huh? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so CM Punk is um This is stupid. We suck. Anyways, continue. I'll be honest with you, I think this is our best show. It's pretty good. I think that every week to honest with you. Well I generally the audience. What what happened? Like the whole family again. The move to prime time has really killed our numbers. Have you noticed that? I don't care. <laughs> you tell me people like go do things on Friday nights. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> I don't. I honestly. I Fucking mean, losers. Do you remember the whole Friday night? One of the old Friday night Smackdown. In the sky turns black. It don't matter. We were born to run. So. We're not doing oh, the fifty. You that you're not actually doing a bit and just like seeing someone else drink water makes you thirsty. I did consider that, yeah. Um, I just told myself it was a bit, but the thing you said also it probably plays into it a little bit. So we're not doing the video game bit tonight because I want to do that when we're serious, which happens like once every couple months. Um, <laughs> oh, that's where our, that's where our audience is. Okay. Go see that W. Morrissey follow-up, brother. You know, we have more uh, patrons than they had ticket sales to the last tapings. <laughs> That's actually is, true. The thing with Moose and W. Morrissey is like they both they look like stars. Yeah. You know? Like, Can you imagine like Watching that show every week, no, and then tweeting about it all the time, no, and like randomly replying to people's tweets that aren't about impact with stuff about impact, no. I can't believe that anyone would do that. Explain yourself, Bob. Sorry, trying to be better. 
What if Adam Edge worked there? I wouldn't have to see him every Monday. Do you think he's better than Christian Cage? No. <laughs> I've got it. That's perfect. Let's compare Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Mm. You know? Saint Fresh. Let's talk about Saint Fresh. I like them both equally. Oh, fine, coward. Uso's Young Bucks. Now we're cooking, huh? Am I right? Let's get come on, let's get some wrestling talk in here. Remember wrestling? I remember wrestling. Bobby, did, did you, you see not my... watch Rampage yet? He I did watch Rampage. Rampage. I watched he's it live. Watch, he's been watching it on loop the whole time I've been on the air. Okay. He's now seen it four times. Did you see my tweet the other day that I had to delete because I was embarrassed? Well, no, because not you that one. It. Not that one. Not that one. So you know AEW might not do all out in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I quote to it with this is what killed Crockett. Because like you know, they moved Starcade. And all the old fucks are convinced if they didn't move it, they'd live forever. Still be running it now, brother. Mm-hmm. I tweeted that and left it for 10 minutes and not one person interacted with it. And I was ashamed of what I'd built. That's actually a great tweet. I That's think. genuinely a good tweet, right? Yeah. Have you heard them talk about that? Like, it'll be like fucking. Bobby, how come you never quote tweeted that and said, actually, it's never been in Chicago? I didn't see it. Okay. On Anderson will be like, you know, if we didn't leave, I think I'm still there now. (laughs) (laughs) Oracle, do you agree with that? What's that? (laughs) Joe, run it through again for him. The fact that, like, the Crockett guys believe that if Starcade never went to Chicago, Oh shit! And it just stayed home in the home territory. It would have crooked promotions would have lived forever, but they got too big for their boots and instead died within about eighteen months, rather than lasting forever, which obviously is the direct alternative. Oh yeah, that's an awesome theory. I love it. Yeah, Arn Anderson believes it. Fake punt. <laughs> Does Arn? That's tremendous. God, Remember Arn Anderson? Rules, man. I know. Yeah, I know. Double A. Dude, he was the television champ once. I'll tell you what. Arn's up there. Yeah, he's getting pretty old. Yeah. Oracle so, Jeff Fisher is taking his nuts out and put them on the table. Huh? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. So anyway, Rampage. I like the part where uh, Ethan Page and, and Scorpio Sky got in a stare down at the end of the show. And then you could clearly and visibly see Ethan Page tell Scorpio Sky when to turn around and hit him, which actually makes all the sense in the world because it was a plan to begin with. But people would tweet that it was, you know, poorly done. Would you like, would you, okay, okay, I've, I've got something. <laughs> Joe, do you want to know what happened no. just then? You was dunking on how Ethan Page did it, realized it made sense, and tried to save face. I knew that as soon as you started talking. I'm popping right now. Holy crap. <laughs> oh. The Oracle Wrestling is popping. January 26th. Posted. No. Okay. Posted January 26, 2013. <clears throat> Location, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Someone by the name of... It's a police report. Wrestling. 
who was young 20 years old at the time, posted this in late January of 2013. Oh, no. So I found an old list of Regal match reviews, and I really played him up. Seems I enjoyed a good bit of his matches more than I realized, but then again, I didn't remember all of them. There's several in there that I said were excellent, great, or really good. There's only one that I really went nuts over, and that's the Larry Z Saturday Night Match. I'll post these reviews here. And these are the list of matches that I reviewed and wrote entire <laughs> reviews for. Okay, ready? S- Steven Regal. Lord Steven Regal, Tuglet Scorpio, Marcus Alexander Bagwell versus Scotty Flamingo, Shanghai Pierce, and Tex Lassinger, also known as the Godwins and World Wrestling Federation. Uh, WCW Saturday night, February 20th, 1993. Steve, Lord Steven Regal versus the Barbarian, WCW main event, March 7th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Johnny B. Bad, WCW main event, March 21st, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Barry Windham, WCW Worldwide, April 17th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Chris Benoit, WCW Handheld, May 8th, 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Bagwell, WCW Clash of the Champions, 23 at June 16th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Ricky Steamboat, WCW Main Event, No Disqualification, August 8th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal, Paul Ondorf, and Max Payne versus Ricky Steamboat, Marcus Bagwell, and Two Court Scorpio, WCW Saturday Night, August 14th, 1993. Lord Steven Tell them stories. Anderson and Paul Roma, WWE Clash of the Champions, August 18th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Brad Armstrong, WCW Saturday Night, August 28th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Ricky Steamboat, WCW Fall Brawl, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Ricky Steamboat, WCW. Suckers. September 25th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Arn Anderson, WCW Saturday Night. October 9th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Johnny B. Bad, WCW main event. October 10th, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Davey Boy Smith, WCW Halloween Havoc. October 24th, 1993. Excuse me, they're not losers. Versus Johnny B. Bad, WCW Clash of the Champions, 25, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Ricky Steamboat, WCW Starcade, 1993. Lord Steven Regal versus Terry Taylor, WCW Saturday Night, January 1st, 1994. We just made it in 94. Johnny B. Bad, WCW Worldwide, January 8th, 1994. Lord Steven Regal versus Dustin Rhodes, WCW Clash of the Champions, 1994, January 27th. Lord Steven Regal. Vernon, Vernon, just, uh, it was something that I told everybody at the very beginning of the week. I will not tolerate um, players that think it's about them when it's about the team. And um, we cannot make we cannot make decisions that cost the team and then come off the sideline and it's nonchalant. No. You know what? This is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I believe this. I would rather play with 10 people and and just get penalized all the way until we got to do something else rather than play with 11 when I know that right now that person is not sold out to be a part of this team. It is more about them than it is about the team. I cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Lord Steven Regal, Steve Austin, Napoleon <laughs> Mahler versus Sting. <laughs> Brian Pillman, WCW Man of I can't, I can't listen to Lord Steven Regal anymore. Lord Steven Regal, WCW Spring Stampede, 1994. Lord 
Stephen Regal versus Ric Flair for the Queensberry Cup, April 30th, 1994 through May 28th, 1994. Lord Stephen Regal versus Larry Zbysko, WCW Slam Brina, 1994. Lord Stephen Regal versus Larry Zbysko, WCW Saturday night, May 28th, 1994. Lord Stephen Regal versus Larry Zbysko, Clash of the Champions, 27, 1994. Lord Stephen Regal versus Johnny B. Bad, WCW Batch of the Beast, 1994. For Steve Regal, Steve Austin versus Johnny B. Bad, Ricky Steamboat, it's the main event, 1994, August 14th. For Steve Regal versus Antonio Noki, WCW Clash of Champions, 28, August 28, 1994. For Steve Regal versus Johnny B. Bad, WCW Fall Brawl, 1994. Oh, please tune in on May 23rd for the William Regal I can't, as soon as I saw Joe, like, my mind really weirdly morphed the two things. I was like, imagine Oracle watching these matches with Samoa Joe. <laughs> I still, like, this was 45 minutes ago. But remember when Oracle said that the one match that really popped him was a match against Larry Zabisco? <laughs> <laughs> also, can we talk about, man. when you read the, the bulk of your post, you did, like, the voice... That you'd have the detective do when he reads like the serial killer's note at the end of the movie. He was like really sinister. Did you hear that? Like when he, mm-hmm. it was just one that really popped me. <laughs> Joe Cole Murphy is attempting his first field goal in the USFL. Well, I'm Bob already knows what happened. I'm going to die, Bam. I think you know that. He missed it. Oh no, he made it. Yeah, I thought he missed it, but snuck in. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to Cole Murphy from Syracuse. Great talent. Well, you know, I just Did I you know just wanted, best I wanted what I wanted to do was I wanted to just, you know, get the Grin Grappler promotion going. That's all. I think you did I like it. it. I think everyone's excited for that now. Yeah. I like that you would intent on saying Lord Stephen Rigor every time and you also had to make clear it was WCW. But you couldn't just say like Super Bowl ninety three, but like WCW Super Bowl ninety three. Oracle, what message board did you post that on? Pressing on. Um, please find more random posts from Pro Wrestling Only from that time period and read them for us, please. Are you sure you want me to do that? Counterpoint. Please don't do that. <laughs> that Larry's a bit um, I could read some really funny things from. Yeah, I meant your tweet, your post, not anyone else's. Well, You're the star, pal. Maybe after we go off the air, I'll uh, I'll go find the uh, list every wrestler better than Triple H spread that somebody I know started. We only did extended post shows when we were all friends. Now we're just cashing checks. We get the fuck out of here. As soon as it ends broadcast, I just jump. I go. <laughs> that's, <laughs> actually, that's actually true. That's yeah. actually true. I mean, we've talked to each other a lot now, though, right? Like, if we did four-hour podcasts at this point in this in this promotion's history... And afterwards, still feel the need to discuss them for an hour. It would be kind of unhealthy, I think, right? Hold on, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. I'll never forget. I, I said this the other day. Um, shoot, when you, that first Rampage review of you, I, and Jack, and we spent three hours after a one-hour show just fucking talking, just, and mostly just talking about, like, people that pop us on Twitter and stuff, and just, yeah. do you remember how funny that was? the start of this show, right? No one ever yeah. see it. No one ever mm-hmm. will see it, but it was a great, great time. Did you hear Bob agree like he was there? Yeah, I know. He's fucking... He's a phony. I was warned about that years ago, weren't you? Remember that time that we, like, 
we did a was like probably like a three hour show and then we stayed on for like six more hours. <laughs> yeah, we no, used to like it's genuinely. I, am. I need. To, I have to work in the morning. Genuinely, we it was like absurd. I don't even remember what we were talking. Was that the night we started planning out that fucking TW thing? You about you and I specifically. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did. That was embarrassing. We've, we're never even going to play that. That was terrible. I don't even remember it. We had like this idea of like splitting up into four territories and 1997 yeah we were gonna do a draft and we gotta do that t-dub thing man yeah we will at some point some point next year okay are you ready <clears throat> for triple h comparisons to rick rude okay huh? <laughs> <clears throat> this is a famous thread a thread in which redacted oh, compares various wrestlers to triple h <laughs> Okay. All right. What sort of length are we talking about here? Because I did worry slightly about your your breath intake based on that Stephen Regal bit. You sound quite. That was that was a lot. You put yourself. I'm fine. There, okay? I'm fine. Okay. I have to be careful. I have to select to, to find some of these reviews here. Okay. So you ready? Um. Uh. One man by the name of Par famously posted uh, the start of this thread and wanted to know about. If, uh, Redacted uh, comparisons Triple H with a, a, a plethora of names. Um, so here's the first one. Um, all right. So he said, okay. It starts with, this is not terribly hard. When I was talking on the podcast, I was talking about N-Ring, but I'll try and make notes on other aspects of performance as well. Build this initial list is really cupcake stuff. Okay. Rick Rude. This isn't close on any level. Rude was a much better worker, better on the mic, better character, better wrestling gear, better angle involving cuckolding of rival, etc. There is no metric where Triple H is better than other than overall stardom, and that is entirely circumstantial in my view. Can anyone imagine Triple H having a match like Rude versus Steamboat or Rude versus Warrior? I'll set the bar lower. Can anyone imagine Triple H executing a spot with as much consistency and violence as, as, as the Rude Awakening? <clears throat> okay. That's a little, that's a little much. Good one. All right, let's see. Let's see. Well, I love the Rude Awakening, but yeah. Let's see. Um, I have to be I have to be careful when I read these because, you know, it's it's okay. <clears throat> okay, Ronnie Garvin. Garvin is far better. Underrated on the mat, <laughs> great striker and brawler. Okay. Uh, for a, let's see, uh, <laughs> carny stuff I've seen from ICW is better than shitty DX skits. Hammer Jammer is better than Hornswoggle under the ring and DX shirt or China's ringside neutralizer. Loved his match with Big Bubba in the 10 count spot, and that was better done. Than similar triple H spots in any last man standing match. Totally tape fist match was good, and the worldwide match is possibly the greatest free TV, TV match I've ever seen. Far better than any triple H match I've ever seen. Miss Atlanta Lively was better than Katie Vick. Player series was awesome and better than any triple H series. Was a far better tag wrestler, and his short lived team would win them as miles better than any triple H team. Garvin feud with Jake and GCW was fun. Garvin working unprofessional match versus Scott Steiner in AWA was better than Triple H working unprofessional match versus Scott Steiner in WWE. 
I mean, really, this is a slaughter. Agreed. There's this there's whole... many others. I figure I, I I won't go. I won't waste too much. But I yeah. think Ron Garvin's a good line to draw. Um, um, you know, I, I appreciate the historical element of your of your um, persona here, Oracle. But I am alarmed slightly that as divisive as Triple H is, Ron Garvin even made this chat be like, well, whoever. <laughs> I don't even get too into that one, but I like it. Bob Jefferson the post. Meltzer has made a tweet that starts with the word bro. I love doing that. I love texting bro to start my stuff. I only use it in real life like once every couple months to keep things fresh, but I just text with it a lot because it adds some sense of like yeah. humanity to the, to-, to the topic, you know? Mm-hmm. Bob tweeted the USFL rules are awesome or something like that, and they're just kicking the shit out of him in the replies for no Usually, reason. Yeah, how is that productive? You know, if you don't like it, just move on. I think they're used to you tweeting the same thing, but leaving out the F and the L. So I think you're probably a little bit caught off guard. Wasn't there some show called Rampage that happened tonight? <laughs> Even the great Tape Machines was kicking the shit out of Bob. In the Bro, replies. Tape Machines, he would beat the fuck out of Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You seen how sharp that dude is? What was that tweet he said where he was like, this is a thing I don't like at all, but actually I like it. And I was like, what a fucking incredible, incredible, incredible addition to my life. This guy is. Yeah, he rules. <laughs> He's so much better at wrestling Twitter than anyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. Like you're never going to, then he'll never, we're going to tell people about him for generations, you know? Yeah. Like when I say He's we, I mean great, like. Any, quote the great Jack Crosby. Huh? I said great instinctively. He's not great. What, what was the quote? I said tape machines is generational. Yeah, yeah. He'd actually have said, "Listen, I know you guys disagree, but to me, tape generational." With like a, you know, um, what would be the emoji you'd put on that one? Or just like hashtag real talk. He uses so many emojis, man. It makes me uncomfortable. Just fills the chat with them. My whole screen is just Jack Crosby emojis. I don't like when he puts the eggplant at the end of stuff. Yeah, it's weird. You weird guy. He take every week he does like a live thread of his experience watching NXT 2.0. We just don't react and he just keeps texting. Yeah. And he's like, and then this is the weirdest thing he does. I shouldn't even say this near, but it's true. So you know when the show ends, he like is waiting for them to post the WWE.com exclusive. You know, like the post match interviews and stuff they do. Mm-hmm. So he'll be like, hey guys, they usually post around 20 minutes past, you know, the hour. So Stay hold tight, and it's like none of us reply. We have no clue why he tells us this, but he just like breaks it down. And like last week, he goes, "Oh man, normally they have the Brom Breaker promo out by now," and it was fucking like one a.m. Eastern. I just realized JJ posted old tweets of mine from <laughs> from like seven and a half years ago. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good tweet, man. I like this Oracle guy. Bob, you're wrong about him. I wonder what that was about. That, that was the raw after TLC. So that was he's gonna figure know. it out without looking anything up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, last night we took we set up our stuff with historical oracle oracle guys. My memory's okay. I was like, yeah. Not bad. <laughs> you send me more exact dates of wrestling matches. I really do not like when Jim Ross says Johnny Hungy, but also I like it very much. 
<laughs> Wait, what's that from? <laughs> he says his tweet that. Well, Pop Speed's like the thought process behind that rule so much, you know? Yeah. Like him hearing it and being uncomfortable with it and actually then popping huge. <laughs> Bro, what about when, when Jim Ross went after Taz? Oh, dude, I was losing my mind. Why has no one else talked about that? Yeah. He was kicking the shit out of Taz. Yeah. Like just a dude running his own bits for no reason. At one point, Siobhan was like, do you want me to separate you guys? And Taz, Taz did the thing. Taz spoke in a way you were talking like an old man threatened to fight you on the street. He was like, he's yeah. fine. Don't worry about him. He can't have a fly. Don't worry about him. Like, I'm I can't, slightly said, concerned that JJ's scouring through my old tweets. I'm sure I said something that would not fly. It's fine. Come <laughs> on. Oh, is Cole Murphy punning too? Yes. He's, he's wanted to do that pass. Mm-hmm. He's always awesome, We gotta get him on the grin. Agreed. <laughs> Joe just asking about Adam Cole. <laughs> Dude, have you seen his entrance? Adam Cole's? Yeah. No. No, me either. <laughs> Oracle just popping huge at his own tweets. That rules. Yeah. Just... Oh, they are good tweets, to be fair. Terry is good again, apparently. Well, hold on. Again, in there, which is horse shit. She was good in the late nineties. <laughs> yeah, when she when she showed up at at the end of uh, uh, Canadian Stampede with the whole Hart family. Yeah, exactly. She ruined that segment. <laughs> <laughs> Killed the replay value of that shit immediately. No, I ain't like, you know, she's good, right? Cage match thinks so. She's got a fucking eight oh, over there. Fuck off, Bob. It's better than every wrestler. It makes me mad. Like, I shouldn't have brought it up because I'm actively yeah. upset now. You're not actively upset. Don't be dramatic. No, I didn't change anything. I've never seen you actively either. upset. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him actively upset. Yeah, but we don't talk about that stuff on the show. Come on, man. I forgot I was even on Twitter in 2014, but I was. I forgot we were on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a flag. Fuck. It's been a great show. It has been a great show. I've had a great. I like this show. I told you. This is a good show show we do around here. That's a rampage now. Um, For some reason, my whole, like, I'm like shaking. Sort of violently right now. Maybe I've had too much sugar or something. That's okay. I'm fine. Dude, you say all these... they didn't give Sunny bail. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, in all seriousness, we need to actually tackle this now. I am legitimately uncomfortable with Oracle listing what sounds like incredibly alarming health issues within in the most innocuous tone like it's nothing yeah i'm just shaking violently right now i can't sit still nothing wrong with that right like it's about poison ivy last night have what? you ever had what? someone just just say to you you know a little bit of poison ivy here on my on my chest what the fuck i was very concerned last night or of course it's alarming well i go out and play disc golf and lose a disc and i have to go retrieve it in the woods you know oh, it's just but that one what's the explanation i'm, I'm shaking right now Violently, well, it's because I had a lot of sugar, right? And like, I've got all the sugar in me, and I got like that sugar rush, you know. It's like, no, I don't, but God uh, bless you. 
I'm saying love your way. And I've, I've certainly experienced sugar, but I, I ain't never had this shit going on. I don't know, I don't know about that. Bob? Marco, have you seen Empire Records? No, you haven't. No. Are you? I don't <laughs> think if I did, it was a long time ago. You definitely hasn't seen it. No. Oh, I don't it. remember tweeting that, but I'm sure I did. Is it about cricket? No. Why? There's a song in that movie called Sugar High. Oh, yeah. But I like music, Bob. You know what you're supposed to sing about eight months ago on this on this platform? Yeah, so I thought about doing it the other day when I was driving home. And then I'm like, well, I'm on the highway. I probably shouldn't uh, do this. And then I'm like, I'll just do it this Highway weekend. to hell? You're going to do Highway to hell? No, I was no. probably just going to do Country Roads or something. We all like that song. Well... Jay Shell probably doesn't like it. Very I mean, I'm not violently shaking. You know, I, I think it maybe it's just I need like I need to eat or something. I don't know. Go I get yourself some food. It's like two and a half hours ago. Make yourself yeah. a lasagna. Yeah, go make a whole lasagna again. Go get yourself some food. We're going to we're going to talk about cricket. You got it? Do you have a Jack in the Box near you? No. Oh shit, bro! You see the uh, Adam Sandler flick that's coming out? Yeah. Seriously, did you see how fucking funny? Like how I say, funny I haven't seen like of, a. He's like in the front office of the Philadelphia 76ers. Probably do a better job. <laughs> he is a, he. That may be good. I don't suck know. it, Tope Suicida. But he is a good example of like his trailers always feel like fake movies, like they're like yeah. parodies. Who? Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, Mark. Do you have a Taco Federation. Bell near you? Yes. Go get Taco Bell. Leave your camera on. Yeah. This is mostly just so we can see you go out that door. <laughs> mm. My God. Him coming back with a... I'm concerned I've got another ivy, poison oak ivy spot. I do need to go wash my hands because I just itched that. All so. right. Can you go... Just look after yourself there, pal. Right? We, can, we can hold it down. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. Hold on. Okay. Hmm. Finally, we can talk about those Steve Regal matches. Hmm. Larry Zbysko? Yeah. Remember when he got over huge as the color commentator in 1998? No. No. I think it was 97. That's why I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Remember Mike Tanay? No. Bob? I do. I thought it was a couple months ago he wanted to get back into wrestling or whatever, but I don't know why he would. He's going to be the announcer for Freddie Prince Jr.'s promotion. Hell yeah. He should be on here. Can you imagine? In his suit? Remember when they had him and Don West feud? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Oh my god. November 19th, 2014, the Oracle of Wrestling. I feel like TNA will just go on and on forever, downgrading from station to station. In two years, they'll be relegated to local TV. Listen, he's kind of spitting there. I mean, November 2014, they're still on Spike. 
Yeah, but that but, but they but they were announced that they were done. With the news stuff. was that's, out, but that's, even that's still, why I tweeted that. I think JJ retweet that one. Do you remember how much delusion there was about like what deal they were going to get and where they were going to go, and then it became clear that they weren't going to go really anywhere. He really is the Oracle of Wrestling. Bro, I told you that already. He changed his name for a reason. It's a lot of trouble he went to with that, you know? Oracle, go open that door. Don't. Do not. Oracle, that's a very valuable gimmick of yours, okay? Be very careful what you do here. Open it enough that it's clear it's real, but do not give away the... Yeah, don't give away anything. Don't give away the lore of what's behind it, because that would ruin it, because it's literally just going to be a door. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's further away than... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's enough that's enough <laughs> we're gonna go the whole way there for a second man that was good were you too far away for me to see what i did that for you to see what i, I didn't did there? see i didn't see what you did right when you went to open the door i removed you from the stream <laughs> I re-added you. People got That's to see awesome. it. That's awesome. That's good, man. It's exciting. That's the kind of thing the audio folks are missing out on. Yeah. I don't have a choice anymore because the videos don't work, but, you know. It's true. You know, The Oracle Wrestling is moving stuff. towards the door. Folks, in 15 minutes, we're going to review Rampage. Okay. Hmm. That will start with Bob singing the theme song. The National Anthem. <laughs> This is this is this yes. is rampage, baby. Yes. Bob, at three, at three hours even, you're going to sing the national anthem. I'm absolutely not imagine, going to do that. Imagine, imagine every like he does it for every show, but they did it. They just repeat it for the rampage taping. So, is, is that a thing that? So, are you are you old enough shoot to remember when they did that, or or did they stop doing that by the time well, you sing were national anthem? <laughs> like, like when they would end like local TV with that. Oh yeah. Bro, that is such a great comment. Paul's 2K to see him out there. What 2K is that, Gators? What, are, we, are we talking um, the far superior WWF game that will absolutely clown AEW fight forever? Are we talking about NBA 2K? There's an ad for Raw on the football game right now. I mean, In all seriousness, know. you know that game's going to be fun, right? Oh, yeah. And Who's one of the like, Bucks Celtics right now? Good eyed basketball. Celtics. Fuck. Yeah, it was the Celtics last I looked, but I've been watching the USFL. I didn't even look. I had a 50-50 shot, so I just... Are the Warriors going to blow it, or are they going to finish it? No, they'll win tonight. Yeah, they're going to win tonight. Bro, they lost lost by like 100 the other night. They did. Lulling them into a false sense of security. (laughs) Joe, do you have NBA 2K for this year? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sucks. I always tell myself I'm not going to play it, and I do. Yeah. What what console are you on, though? Uh, PS5. You think it sucks, really? It's okay. Like it doesn't seem too much different than the other ones, which it's fine, I, I guess. I don't know. I love those games. I'm, I'm, I completely get why there's criticism of the way they do some things, but the actual gameplay itself, I think, is really good. I always have. I usually play it more. I actually like Madden quite a bit this year, which I wasn't expecting to like, but mm-hmm. it was good. Oh, terrible, terrible. <laughs> See, this is the kind of stuff. <laughs> It was July 2014. Right. Hydrate. This is terrible. Terrible stuff. The Boston Celtics are winning. Yeah, they're up double digits. 
I hate basketball. I wish it would go away. Fuck off. I agree. I'd sell it. You should get really into the WNBA. What, and then like decide I like a team and watch them become great big fucking losers in front of my eyes? Yeah, good idea. Well, just pick a team that's actually good. Yeah. Bro, there's only one set of fans that's happy in the summer. Yeah, that's true. You know? And honestly, being good is worse because there's like actual... I'm pretty happy with my team. Come on, though. You know what I mean. They did win a championship, though. That helps. Exactly. But being a good team is brutal because there's like every year is like a... You know, you have the drama and the tension of the playoffs. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. You mean like uh, repeatedly having like the best team that your franchise has ever had and then getting to the playoffs and getting the shit kicked out of you by LeBron James every year? Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. I wasn't saying you hadn't experienced it. I'm just saying I know. You, you know exactly what I mean. It's... <laughs> oh, that's layered. Yeah. Yeah, the bunny. Yeah, that's good shit. Remember that fucking idiot, Adam Rose? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was actually thinking of the bunny. What? What if she bladed? That's layered. What are you talking about? The professional wrestler, the bunny. No, that's about Adam Rose. I know it is, but that's not what I was thinking (laughs) at the time. But you said it was layered. You didn't even understand the layers. I know. It's a different type of layered. He definitely, that's what he meant when he said it was layered. No. <laughs> no. Shoot was saying it was layered. We don't need this. Let's move on. Yes, we, this is important. I don't think we yeah. need to explain what I was saying by layered. Because <laughs> we don't need to go down that road. You... Joe, are you all right? Yes. I'm trying <laughs> to explain because I know people take this show very seriously. Right. And I was saying we had a simple miscommunication about the bunny. You were thinking... Of all elite wrestling star, the bunny, Ali. Oracle was tweeting about the the stupid the bunny who stood alongside um, famed piece of shit and idiot Adam Rose. JJ, you should find my tweet from early 2018, early January, I think, where I was like, "There's zero chance." I was being serious. There's zero chance that Ronda Rousey and Daniel and Daniel Bryan will Ronda Rousey won't ever debut in wrestling, and Daniel Bryan won't ever come back again. They quote tweet you. Should do it now. <laughs> Look at this dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Billy might get a WNBA expansion team, Joe. Good. Oh, sure. The, uh, they need like eight more teams, honestly. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that'd be good. We should get more wrestling promotions. Seems like we're going to. <laughs> yeah, the other things are pain and uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Oh yeah, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett. Hey, hey, Joe. That TNA tweet of the Oracle of Wrestling's from uh, November nineteenth, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. How many likes and retweets do you think it has? One retweet, six likes. Zero likes, zero retweets. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking You're- owned. Just shouting into the ether. I'm going to retweet it right now. <laughs> Just retweet it. I did retweet it. He did. 
Um, right. What's happening on SmackDown? I could flip over real quick and just tell you. Yeah, tell me. Um, was it on Fox? Okay. Uh, yes, it's on Fox. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I had to find Fox. Okay. <laughs> what it was. Oh, it's on CBS. They're showing a Drew McIntyre tweet at the moment. What, from 2014 about Impact Wrestling? No, about Clash at the Castle. Dude, do you remember when he came into Impact and he, he debuted and he hit I do not, fucking, no. He hit Loki for a shoot with a lead pipe? I do not remember Oracle. that. Oracle. Oracle. Do you remember this? Oracle. I don't remember this, but I think I remember hearing about it. He shoot busting him open. June 29th, 2019. The Oracle of Wrestling. MJF is crucial to AEW's success. <laughs> a natural old school heel who can provide organic heat in a company that otherwise features a lot of ironic healing. He'll be very useful in gaining a new fresh audience come fall on TV. Hashtag Fighter Fest. It was factual, to be fair. The Oracle of Wrestling did not know the American Dragon Brian Danielson was going to be bouncing and CM Punk was coming back. And so January 18th, 2019. WWE has its flaws. The most oh, major my. involving Brock Lesnar in recent years. Oh. It's not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. I wonder what folks will say when Cody is in the midst of an 18-month AEW World Championship reign. <laughs> oh. this, this, no, I don't know about this thing. February 6, 2019. Breaking news, all caps. I have agreed to a new multi-year deal as a hardcore member of the WWF universe. I had many other suitors, including AW, ROH, Impact, etc. But I love being a part of the Titan universe and gladly look forward to more exciting years to come. Exclamation point. <laughs> What happened? Was you traded or something? What happened? <laughs> March 5th, 2019. Oh, no. This Remember, is... the reason WWE has more focus on the tag division is because they're afraid of AEW. Hashtag SD Live. That was a nice one. I think he was being sarcastic, though. <laughs> no, it was wholesome. It was sincere. Oracle wouldn't be sarcastic on Twitter. <laughs> Do you remember Open the Titan? Remember when we were calling 205 Live Titan Gate and referring to the the Cruiserweight Champion as the Open the Titan Gate Champion? (laughs) No, that rules. Honestly, that that tweet, that Fed tweet actually kind of ruled, though. May 29th, 2019. I'm actually pretty damn excited for AEW. The biggest hurdle for me and my number one issue is simply Kenneth Omega. <laughs> yeah. Consistent. Well, that, was, you know, that was true to form. In fairness, yeah, this yeah. was the before Eddie Kingston times, as we know. That's so. true. Yeah. 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 I mean, you get what you get. Right. Guys, in four minutes, we're going to review Rampage. 
Or Joe, just watched it. Yes. Joe looks like uh, Butch is facing Kofi Kingston to answer your question. Do you remember Kofi's old theme? Yeah. It was very good. It was good. SOS. <laughs> He's throwing it out there and Oracle picks it up. <laughs> yeah. He's had a hell of a career, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. What a pro that guy is. Not a guy that I, you know, I'm not going to say I think he's a great singles wrestler by any means. He's good. I wouldn't say he's great, but he really, really has been incredibly consistent and a great presence on their TV. Jamaican me crazy. Also May twenty fourth, two thousand twenty. Oh no, Joe Holbert. Oh fuck. I sat on the bench and watched Titans make history. I thought those days were done, but tonight I have hope. Hope that there's still championships left to win, still banners left to hang. Elite. Now. That's beautiful. What we need to figure out is what happened. What date was that? May 24th, 2020. May 24th. Because to be clear, for those of you who don't realize, that's about like our section of Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, because our section of Twitter was very funny once, and then uh, then Bob invaded it. <laughs> Bob led a new era. So I'm wondering yeah. what happened on May 24th. This was tweeted at 1.12 a.m. So that would have been the May 23rd, 2020. There's me ducking on NXT. Oh, bro, this has got to be some, like, Bliss Cross shit, right? It has to be. No, because this was... Oh, wait, no, because, yeah, Dynamite wasn't on. Oh, now yeah, I'm really intrigued. 20th. You know what the funniest thing about us tracking this is? This is probably about, like, just some, like, Justin tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, and then Oracle quote tweeted that. Oh, God bless. With can't wait for everyone here to kill AEW like we did Titan. <laughs> yeah, that's very that's very inside baseball stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Wait, what date did you say? Shoot, 23rd? May 23rd, 2020. Well, it was tweeted <laughs> on May 24th. <laughs> okay. This is a... Look at this tweet that JJ just dug up that I tweeted. Oh, come on. Oh, is that when Double or Nothing was? Oh, yeah, okay. God. What's wrong with me? Wait, did Elite mean that, like, we'd all become Fleet? It meant you were, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, that was when Double or Nothing (laughs) was. There you go. AEW tweet. That must have been about Mike Tyson. Shoot, do you remember how much it used to pop you and I do the, the banner tweets? Yeah. That was good shit. It was, man. I That's our favorite bit to ones that are just involve us putting ourselves over. I when I was tweeting that stuff, I hated Bob so much, you know. Yeah. And he became he became a good guy else there. So <laughs> you just got brutal. Like 2019 Mecca was the worst version of it, right? Yeah. In hindsight, like, yes. Where you yeah. just tweet like, I'm not sure I like this wild card rule, and people are just like, Well, how about you're a piece of shit? Yeah. I'm not sure Shane Man needs to beat Roman Reigns, guys. Have you considered the ratings, you fucking asshole? It's like, well, 2019 was the worst. That genuinely made me despise that whole section of Twitter. Genuinely. Yep. The product sucked. And they kept talking about, they gave you what you want at Mania. Yeah. You know? 
It's like, yeah, okay, so what do I have to sit for this Lacey Evans Baron Corbin feud? <laughs> Don't, yeah, oh, yeah, the. They gave you what you wanted at Mania, and all you do is complain about it. So yeah. now, no wonder they don't give it. It's three like, months well, later. Did you watch the follow up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's big <laughs> We gave you everything you wanted to stop whining. It's July. And there was that weird pair where, like, like every match is two out of three falls on Raw because that was funny. Oh, God, yeah. Commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite part of 2019 was when AEW started, and I would tweet about the show, and people would just reply to me with watching NXT. Yeah, yeah. Bob did that every week. Honestly, though, like it sounds weird and kind of <laughs> like it sounds kind of um, sappy, but this show probably doesn't exist, exist if that wasn't the case. Oh no! Because I was like one of the handful of people you could talk to about AEW on that timeline, because yeah. everyone was just fucking assholes about it, right? Like it's exactly. weird to think about, but yeah. That's when how I started to... talking to Crosby. We DM'd about oh. AEW. Well, win some, you lose some. But... <laughs> like yeah. 20, 2020, I remember I was talking about, but in 2021, when it really started clicking, we would talk after every show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just weird to think about that stuff. Like, seriously. And, you know, we never put ourselves over a lot on these shows, but um, <laughs> imagine telling all of us that this would be a year, <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> like, so, like, also genuinely here. So a year ago, Shu is not only not podcasting, he's adamant he will never do a podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm still not doing a podcast for the record. I guess the rest of it's not crazy because I remember talking to Oracle about him coming on sometime and I was talking about you know different stuff and certain specifications you'd have to do to, to protect your, your business. Um, Bobby was doing the, the, the gimmick, right, the corner three. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're doing a show of a fucking dog thing. <laughs> Between us, <laughs> <laughs> and we've been doing it for three hours. We haven't talked about wrestling yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This was true. I actually had COVID, and Monty thought I had a minute. I was having like a serious. Mental oh wait, trauma. that's Monty. Yeah, he's a fucking Shit. asshole. <laughs> Did you oh. see out of my bit yesterday on on the air? No. He exposed the fact that when you ask me a serious question, I sometimes just reply with a still image of like saying the five I'm funny. No, like, he messaged me like, moving forward to the game tonight, I replied with the Julia Hart picture with the sneaker in front of Briar. He outed me on the air. Wow. Owned. These kids today can't work, bro. Can't work. It actively them. owns that like, we've actually never really talked to each other, and but we just call each other pieces of shit all the time. <laughs> 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 Yeah, same. Um, this should be Rampage now. I'm going to tweet. I'm going to send a tweet. We've decided to review Rampage. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, let's see Jeremy's review. Not Jeremy Larry, Jeremy Thomas. He gave it an 8.5. Who? Mm. Must have got the wrong episode. Jeremy Thomas of 411 Mania. Oh, I don't know who that is. What did Jeremy Lambert give it? Oh, there's no way he watched this show. <laughs> if he wasn't on Twitter, there's no way he was watching this show. <laughs> God bless him. He ain't tuning in to watch fucking Scorp and Kaz at 2.30 or whatever, 4.30. <laughs> oh, I'm tweeting this. We've decided to review Rampage. Bob. Our viewership just shot up to 60 viewers. 70. Yeah. Still going. Pop. Bro, have you ever seen that before? Once. Fuck. Who did Ronda wrestle tonight? Raquel. Yeah, Raquel. 
Apparently oh, it sucks. Jesus. But that was a watch it when I laid down for bed tonight. Was it good? Raquel and Ronda? Apparently it sucked. Okay. Find that hard to believe. Charlotte Ronda was good though. Yeah, she's some Ronda's really hard to predict, honestly. Yeah. I just wish she'd go away. She has. Oh wait, Rhonda, never mind. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention that closely. I'll get them all at once. What should I do here in a second? I imagine the tag title match did happen. Probably tag title match? Cool. Who's the tag champs? FTL. And Naomi. Oh, women's tag title. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tweet the 100 in red. Will it review Rampage? Yeah, I, I watched it. Good. <laughs> All right. Trios. Uh, welcome to Lightning Grin number 38. Uh, here, as usual, to talk about Rampage, whatever else we talk about. Uh, Robert Neal, Joe Hobart, Oracle Wrestling, confirmed shoot. Uh, Joe, how's it going tonight? It's good. It's a little bit weird to only do a one-hour grin. Even shy of an hour now, right? We're like 54 minutes, but we're a little bit late. But I'm delighted to be here as always. Bobby, you're such a wonderful host. I'm just happy to be here. That's good, man. Shoot, how you doing? I can't complain. I'm watching football. Ready to review yeah. Rampage. I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. Oracle, I know you were fired up about Rampage. Uh, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, uh, I saw Rampage, saw the entire thing. I have lots to talk about it. Um, very excited. I don't know. I thought Bob was the host. I didn't want to. <laughs> All right. By the way, this is very funny. Final episode of the Grin is when that countdown leads to a set of explosions. Yeah. <laughs> Reese's idea was tremendous, and I absolutely yeah. thought about doing it for a second. Mm-hmm. Pop me the outro, yeah. Um, Just ending the show. <laughs> Death Triangle versus The Butcher, The Blade, and Mark Quinn. Trio's no entrances. <laughs> True. Um Oh, this is really fun, though, man. They can basically do any combo on these trios, and it'll be a blast, right? Penta did, you know, he kind of phoned it in, but it's great to see Phoenix and, and Pack out there. And Oh, the Butcher and the Blade look great. Oh, Mark Quinn looked fucking great, didn't he? That shiny yeah. out against Phoenix. Um, they they kind of rocked this deal. This was nice. They had some time. They, they killed it. Oh, Matty Guns, what did you think? So I actually think that, Trios might be the best thing that AEW does. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. consistently. Um, when these titles come, I think that's going to be a tremendous addition, and not just because the Australian Nightmare Buddy Matthews is definitely going to hold that title at some point. Um, but back to this match. I thought it was very good. Um, the professional wrestler Pac, who was known as Adrian Neville in NXT, um, I think he's very, very good. Um, great timing, great presence. Um, I thought that Pentagon um, did not have his best technical performance tonight. Um Phoenix looked good. Um, I was very happy with the performance of the Butcher and the Blade. Um, Mark Quinn appears to have uh, dyed his beard blonde. Yeah. Um, which was an interesting choice. I'm going to do that um, someday. What's that? I'm going to do that sometime. I Please do. Um, <laughs> so all in all, I would give this one... Uh, seven bullets out of ten. Good stuff. Oh, Bobby, where you go? Yeah, that was a really fun opener. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit uh, like three hours ago, but it's cool that Ray Phoenix is back. Forgot how much I enjoyed watching him. And, uh, you know, the blade was very good. Butcher rules turned very red. Yeah. Uh, just a really fun match, man. Good opener. The Oracle of Wrestling. You've prepared immensely for this moment. Take the floor. Yeah, I thought this was good. Uh, Ray Phoenix did a dive, you know, whatever. Uh, Penta, you know, did his, like, Sierra Meta, whatever he does. Um, you know, Pac went in there and did his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Butcher, you know, God love him. Red as ever. Yeah, he's a tryer, man. Yeah. You know, this, this was fun. I enjoyed it. Good. I wasn't sure you would, but I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, after the match, the House of Black appeared and then left. I'm going to be completely honest. I love Buddy Matthews with my heart. I'm willing to deal with this act to have him in the promotion. I think this stuff is, like, bad. I disagree. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just think it's just... No, it's fair. It doesn't seem like something you like. I just don't know what like what they're doing. They're gonna what have a match. But what are they just what is with the delays all the time? Why does it take them so long, you know? Mind games, brother. <laughs> they're spooky. Just, they, I just think it sucks. I don't know. Wait till they get Julia Hart. Yeah, it'd be much better then. <laughs> She's gonna beat the shit out of Alex. Why? Just cause. I hope he's still ready to do the green grapple next week. I knew you were going to do that joke. I was going to do the same joke if you didn't do it. <laughs> Imagine Alex like with his shades on, like just fucking being Alex and Julia Hart walking up to him and punching him in the face. <laughs> 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 because Alex definitely doesn't know who she is. There's no way he knows who she is, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna DM him. Okay. <laughs> do you know who Julia? <laughs> just because you know who Julia is. <laughs> <laughs> it all caps, but you know who Julia is. Oh no! Look at the JJ thing just posted. Oh, oh man! Jesus. Oh man! 
I'm bad. It's fine. All right. Um, Bobby, anything on the House of Black thing? No, not really. I don't know why the lights had to go out twice. Oracle? So I leave. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Oracle. and it's not that complicated. <laughs> Oracle, did you like this? What's that? The House of Black. <laughs> oh, yeah, the House of Black thing? Yeah, it's yeah, whatever, you know. They did like their little like thing and yeah, they talked. It was whatever. Shoot, do you have any final comments on this? No, it's fine. Sean Spears versus Bear Boulder. Bobby, a nice fire job. Go ahead. It was a good match. I mean, I like Sean Spears. I like Bear Boulder. Um, they kept it short, you know. Got Sean Spears a win going into his big match against Wardlow. Did what they had to do. I thought you like was fired up about this. I mean, did you know what was you fired up about? I just like to see Sean Spears. I think he's quite good. Yeah, but like I, I like set you up to like a podcast, but you was excited and you were just like it was good. <laughs> you really? That's fine. No big deal. Um, shoot, I'm sure you can. What what happened? What's up? Shoot, what just happened? I don't know. What did you say? I asked if this was the first show you've ever done with Bob. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a lovely boy. What did you think of this shoot? Fucking rolled. Sean Spears is great. He held that. He held him up in the air for that C four for a long Impressive. time. Yeah. yeah, he's very good, man. It's not even a bit. He's very good. Is it pop you that he calls Wardlow like he says he's the giant killer? Yeah, which would suggest Wardlow's the giant, even though I'm always convinced Sean Spears is like an inch shorter than him. That's yeah, great. That's the good Oracle. professional wrestling, unironically. Agreed. The Oracle of Wrestling. You pump your fist for this Sean Spears squash match? Yeah, you know, Sean Spears is a good hand. That uh, was a uh, good little match. You know, mm-hmm. they did they did their thing, and, you know, Sean Spears picked up the win. Great. <laughs> so hey, that guys, all happened? Do you guys remember on Tuesday when we were talking about uh, wrestling bears? Yeah, Tracy Smothers wrestled one one time. Tony Khan watches our show. You can't tell me he doesn't. He had Sean Spears wrestle a bear tonight. Oh, shit. Do you know that Dwayne The Rock Johnson was asked to wrestle a bear? And on Wall Street. Yeah. Have you ever told Bob about this? Tony Nice did a promo. He's the premier athlete. Bobby, many have called you the exact same thing. What do you think? Oh, the promo, not the fact you're called the premier athlete. It's fine. You know, uh, he is the premier athlete. Uh, <laughs> that is factual. Uh, Mark Sterling does not seem to want to wrestle. He's not a wrestler. Good luck to him. Yeah. Shoot. Tony Nese showed good fire here. Um, but genuinely, when they cut to this interview... And I saw Mark Sterling in a neck brace with a crutch. I legitimately laughed out loud. I fucking love this shit so much. It's peak professional wrestling for me. Like, just him, like, acting hurt and saying he's not going to, like, uh Yeah. It's the simple, in all seriousness, it's the simple stuff. I hope he wears that fucking neck brace and the crutch for 
Like he probably won't have it for the match, but then I hope they do something to him and he has it again. Um, he fucking rules, honestly. I'm a big fan of Mark Sterling. I saw Tony Nice was wrestling on AEW Dynamite Wednesday, and it reminded me of this landmark moment. This photo was taken moments after then NXT GM William Regal came to the ring at an Evolve show and offered Tony a WWE contract. Is this an Oracle tweet? That was unheard of at the time. It was a major step in the Evolve NXT relationship. It would lead to everyone having a chance to step up to the plate in a meaningful way to try to get signed. In the end, just under 50% of Evolve contracted talent and a few others got signed to WWE over the next few years, including many during the pandemic when they were otherwise would be struggling due to no shows happening. Getting people signed became important to me because at that point, I knew indie wrestlers had to have a run in WWE to make a life-changing amount of money or at least pad their savings account. I also knew many would end up in their 40s, broke, struggling if they didn't. I can speak on this from experience after I spent my 30s building Ring of Honor to no financial reward. Tony and almost everyone we had under Evolve Contract are genuinely good people, and I wanted them to get their financial rewards. (laughs) Nice also has an online fitness business. Now, and knowing the type of person he is, I would recommend checking it out if you're interested in that kind of thing. A couple years after this, AEW came along and started offering people the same financial security. It's kind of funny to me that both Nice and Regal are there now. Sometimes things take a different path than you expect. That being said, I'm very happy that so many quality people are getting the rewards they deserve. This will be a fond memory and the start of saying I will be very proud of until the lot until the day I die. Bob, how much money do you think Gabe's lost in crypto this week? Oh, he's gotten the shit kicked out of him, man. Oh, 100%. A footnote. I do fully understand the irony that this all led to my eventual downfall in a few different ways. <laughs> you did not write that. God bless. He posted that. 20 minutes later, posted that comment before anyone else commented, just as if to say, like, don't even dunk on me, I know. That fucking rules. Oh, my God. God. I'm blocked by him. What a fucking loser. That Bob, is... did you, do you remember? Did you see when this happened Holy when I got blocked shit. by Gabe? I did. When was this? Um, it wasn't that long ago. Maybe maybe a month ago. Um, one of our pals, Brandon, was blocked by Gabe. And I don't remember. Like, he made a joke in my, uh, in my replies or something about ask, telling Gabe that he'd Give him fifty dollars if he unblocked him. So I said fuck it and tweeted it to Gabe. It was like Gabe, if you unblock I can't remember his handle, he'll give you fifty dollars. And Gabe blocked me for it. Fair. He wasn't one of those quality people that had those evolved contracts, yeah. clearly. I bet he wants that fifty dollars now after getting the shit kicked out of him for the last week. How great is the line about I know this from experience after building Ring of Honor in my thirties to no financial reward. <laughs> As though the wrestlers were living in fucking mansions, you know. <laughs> oh god, what a fucking nerd. Riho and Ruby Soho. I really like this. I want to break my bit here and actually be sincere. I really did like this. Um the kind of match that I love that tournaments allow you to do, these all babyface clashes where you have like the intensity goes and we actually kind of pieced together this match with like I think we came pretty close to what they did. Um the finish was interesting because the finish was just like Ruby hitting like just big move, kick out, big move. It was kind of, it was it, you don't see a lot, honestly, on American TV. 
Um, but it worked perfectly here. He was waiting for Rio to make a counter, and she was just out of it, right? She just kept surviving. Mm-hmm. But I think Ruby's been really good since she came She came back to TV. Um, her stuff looks crisper, snappier, <laughs> and all those other words that I used to describe offense earlier. Um, I like the match a lot. The Oracle of Wrestling, what do you think of Ruby Soho and Riho? Yeah, this was uh, great stuff. Um, lots of good drama there. Bob, did you uh, see that? What? Guys, Oracle's, he's watched this match multiple times. Let him, please let him Oracle, they, they showed footage from the locker room at halftime and like two teammates were yelling at each other. I don't have the sound on, so I couldn't hear it. But Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, they are. My God, that fucking rules! Well, yeah, this was this was excellent stuff. I thought you know Ruby looked great, and she's you know more crisp, more snappy. Um, I agree. Confirmed shoot. This was really good. I Ruby's been much better as of late. Um, that actually started on the weekly YouTube show aired on Monday nights called Dark Elevation, where Ruby has looked very good for months now, while being called by the modern-day Gorilla Monsoon, uh, Paul White. Um, yeah, I like this match a lot. Riho fucking rules. Um, Demon Grin, who may or may not be CM Punk, pointed out Riho covered her ears during Ruby's music, <laughs> which was fucking hilarious. She's um, wonderful. <laughs> she really is. Um, yeah, this was fun. The, I, the women's Owen has been, well, I don't know if we count the qualifiers, but the proper tournament is off to a tremendous start. Both matches were fucking great. Yeah. Absolutely. I will say that my preferred half of both matches didn't win, <laughs> but I guess I'm just been fucking owned. No, I'm missing. I actually love Ruby. I was really glad to see her. I think I think Ruby should win the tournament. She's not going to, but I think she should. Yeah. Her overness, man. Right? Like it just was yeah. like. Okay. Yeah, Dukes. You could hear people. You could hear the Reho sucks thing on TV, and you could hear Dukes go, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. And then, like, Taz, like, he put you over and was like, Shouts, that guy just said GFY to. No, he actually called him Dukes, which I don't know how he knew that. Well, I do. I have a pretty good idea. Okay. The Gun Club and the Acclaimed. Bob, you didn't talk about it. Bob, go ahead. The, uh, yeah, no, I thought Rio and Ruby was a very good match. I got a lot of time, which was very good. Um, Really enjoyed it. You know, I think Ruby keeps getting better and better. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with her winning the tournament. I also don't think she's gonna, but, uh, yeah, really liked it. Bob, did you find, um, having two women with four letter names that both start with R confusing? Yes. I figured you would. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I figured you would, fuck. The Gun Club and the Acclaimed. I am not watching this shit, bro. Shoot, is it good? I don't know. It was funny. It's yeah, it not. Was. I don't. It probably shouldn't be on TV. Yeah, um, some Monday Night Raw shit. But it was funny. Sucks. I did laugh when they all popped for Dark Elevation, because that's like the only thing that I have in common with the Acclaimed and the Gun Club. 
Well, that we pop for elevation. You, you and Max Castaneda, you're very good rappers. You have that in common. Yeah. Not, we're not doing that here. Doing what? What did I do? Did I say, did I do something bad? That's the alter ego that we don't need to. Oh, yeah, I know. My bad. I let the inner Bob come out there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Billy Tony Gunn not liking his sons is actually pretty funny. I can relate. Tony Schiavone. <laughs> also, reads. Austin Gunn called him father. <laughs> he did. So, Bob, you really uh, liked this segment, didn't you? I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Very funny. I Come did. on. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, oh, we came up with a new catchphrase. I got oh. two words for it, and then Billy just shut it down immediately. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Terrible. Tony Schiavone segment with Jade, uh, Red and Kira, the baddie section. Um, Jay Shell tweeted it, which made me feel immediately better about my read on this, because this was kind of weird. <laughs> it was awkward, and it felt like they just decided before they did it they were going to go out there and do this in front of people. Like, there was so little meat to this that it felt like it could have been a backstage deal, right? It was just so the inter- they could do the entrance yeah. on TV. Which I'm 100% supportive of, by the way. Yes, and it made Chris look awesome. Yeah. Promo 7 wasn't their best work. Um, Jade is very hit or miss right now. Yeah, as a promo, yeah. Yeah. Like, some of her delivery is very weird. Like, the the Tony cut the shit thing was, like, very weird. But then the rest of the promo was pretty good. She'll get there. Sometimes she's just trying too hard, I think, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, Chris Bean is cool. Bobby, what do you think of this segment? I liked it. Um, I'm glad uh, Chris Stylander's in the tournament. Um, it was a little awkward at first, but yeah, I think once they got it going, it was fine. Oracle? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Chris Stylander versus Red Velvet will be good. I'm right. interested to see where the Sheeta storyline goes as far as her feud with Tony Khan um, that mm-hmm. they set up tonight. Like it's also trip. entirely possible that she's going to kick the shit out of Tony Schiavone. Because um, he's actually the one that made the announcement. We actually he don't have confirmation. Shivani's going to be Statlander's new manager, and he just yeah. did it, went into business for himself. Could be. You can't mm-hmm. rule it out. What if a car sheet is the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> like they fucked up. They, they forgot to book someone. Yeah. Someone said, what if Statlander's Joker? That's too obvious. What if Statlander takes Sheeta's place, and then she becomes the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> they'll never then see just it lose the brick clean. Yeah, they'll never see it coming. Okay. Um, all right, what we got next here? So I think I genuinely, Reese, I think there's a very good chance they they will actually pivot to like saying that Sheeta wasn't actually hurt, and this is something that Jade pulled off somehow to get her out of the tournament. Um. I don't believe that that's actually something they have planned. You're never going to convince me that she just tweets tonight were at work, but I think they will come up with a way to try to make them seem that way, or they just won't care and we won't see Sheeta ever again. You can't rule that out either. Yeah. This 411 Mania report says Matt Hardy is there for the split screen with Sky and Kazarian. Well, that definitely didn't happen. That's problematic. Yeah. Um, they did this deal where the, where Ethan and Dan Lambert were interrupting Sky and, uh, you know, 
Sky got pissed off. He was being a clear baby face. It was fine. I would not have had him do the click thing in the fucking rampage face to face. That was really weird. For it. <laughs> it just looked like the way they did it was weird, you know. Oh, it definitely was hilarious, but like, couldn't you have done it where you know he does this time for the main event? Yeah, he could have done it then. then. Then like steps in and says, "You give him a one shot, boom, lights." Like it just being like a black hole. Like I think I just... think that Tony thought that was funny. Oh, that's good. Yeah, my actually might have been funny. Was it funny? I thought it was funny. Should I watch it? Bob, did you think it was funny? I did. Yeah. Well, we've already kind of devalued the credibility of that, though, haven't we? Come on now. Yeah, my bad. Bob is the oracle of comedy. I do regret when I said that Bob would struggle with the fact that there was two four-letter names on the I regret that very much. That was mean spirit on my part. You're right. Take that back. I just asked a question. I didn't. Oh, I, I guess I did say I thought you would. Never mind. <laughs> you said. You said. You went, yeah, I thought that'd be the case. That's fucking incredible. Scorpio and Kazarian. Um, we really did gain viewers, by the way, when you tweeted out that we were actually going to review Rampage. I'm sorry, guys. This is what this show is now. I, I actually prefer it. But if you actually liked it when we did like wrestling talk. I'm still doing the water gimmick. <laughs> you might think this sucks. I don't know. Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. And I know this has become cliche, but they had a very well-executed professional, professional wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not saying I'm going to remember. <laughs> he's not saying I'll return to. I thought he did a very nice job. And they kind of got the people with him at the end. The false finish, like before the actual finish was clear, was good, I thought. Um, I'm able to give Frankie like a just momentary hope spot in there to make add some drama, but they're really good wrestlers and had a, a really nice match. It wasn't particularly uh, exciting, I think it's fair to say, but it was a nice match. Uh, Bobby, what did you think? Yeah, you know, just a really solid TV main event. You could tell both guys have worked with each other before. You know, they enjoy working together, uh, have chemistry, and just kind of all came through. Uh yeah, I mean, as Dukes points out, the uh, slingshot cutter was awesome. Big fan of that. Um, he, like, he flew so far that he like didn't even take a bump in the end. He went so far. It was incredible. Spiked yeah, him, cool. man. It was fucking awesome. Carry yeah. on, Bobby. I'm sorry. No, I mean, you know, if uh, they just did the finish and then that's how the show ended, it would have been very good. Passive-aggressive. It was passive-aggressive. Yeah. Um... Confirm shoot. I mostly agree with everything that's been said. The slingshot cutter was the only thing I was going to bring up, and Duke's fucking took that from me, piece of shit. So, um, yeah, I don't really have anything. Who do you think he is? Duke's? Yeah. Um, Elijah Burke. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, where, (laughs) how have you pulled that name? The Pope so, D'Angelo De Niro. So, um, there was a big time baseball prospect named Elijah Dukes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and that made me okay. think of Elijah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm glad there's actually a reason because that is like. Remember nuts. when he had like a two month feud with CM Punk? Like yeah, it was good. Day. Yeah. Their match Judgment Day 07 is really good. Bro, he's a little TNA stint. There was a moment he had saying there. 
when he was really cutting promos the way he wanted to cut them and he was doing like his dusty cosplay. I'm telling you, he had something for a minute there. Yeah. Obviously, they did what they do, but he was an interesting talent. He still is. He still he cut a great promo on MWA this year. Oh, his version. <laughs> <laughs> Dukes is so vague. <laughs> I don't know why Pope Suicida was so funny to me, but oh, I like this show. I didn't see I actually legitimately didn't see that ending coming. I don't know if that means it was poorly done. I don't think that's the case, but I actually think the ending was very well done in a vacuum. Very yeah. well executed. But I think the wider direction is incredibly alarming. Yeah. Because <laughs> Sammy and Ty basically were like, did a baby face save, and it was really fucking weird. I don't know what they were going for. Here. They're still heels. I mean, like, they're clearly still heels, though. Like, I don't know what. Who knows? But do you think it's just a case of them, like, just Scorps kind of in two minds? We're going to build to it? Or is, are they actually just made him a heel again, full time? I, I honestly don't know. Because I mean, really... one was very clear that, like, he knows that people don't like Sammy and Ty. I don't think this is, like, a thing where they're going to try to force people to try to like him. I just don't know. Bro, this belt needs some help, man. <laughs> Although I will say, if we're going to, like, genuinely, and I don't even mean this as a defense of it. I just, like, it's just, a like, the idea that Sammy and Ty are heels now. And so that means they don't care about this anymore. And like, they're not going to keep trying to fight page man saying like, that doesn't make any sense. It actually makes sense for them to still want to like, they want the match. Of course, but that's not the problem. They can carry on the feud, but school needs to just be a baby face. Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I genuinely think you should be a baby face anyway. I do too. But, Kazarian has challenged Scorpio for the forum. There we go. Okay. Oh, really? No, that's a good idea. Oh, come on. I mean, it's a rampage match, but... It's like, it was okay. It was good. But, like, the TNT title used to be, like, big-time shit, man. Yeah. You know? It ain't like... I think the product's been better than ever for the last two months, but, like... Imagine how much even stronger it would be if the TNT title still was where it was last summer. Like, Yeah, it's fair. It's just a shame. Like, we always used to make such a big deal about how much that belt actually mattered, and they've just slowly eroded it. It's weird, man. They need to put it on Bud Matt. I mean, in this act, it would be a choice, but yeah, fuck it, why not? <laughs> Brian is actually the answer. Dragon is yeah. the answer. He's having wrists on TV every week. Yeah, um, I just don't think they need to do SCU stuff. <laughs> I don't know. You can do it. It's just like, is this really the big deal? We're gonna do? Yeah, we're gonna do a second Frankie Kazarian match. Like, really? I don't know. I think it's fine, especially given that it's at the forum. It is fine. I'm not saying it's like terrible, but is it really interesting? Oh, what a throw! Like. Of all the guys on this roster, we're really saying we're going to rock into a new market, big building, and be like, yeah, let's do Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I just think it's kind of whack. 
I don't think this is true, genuinely. No, Frankie cares, man. I mean, they were allowed to SCU. No, they do care. Mm-hmm. They care about it. It's just like it's not particularly compelling, is it? Really, you know? Yeah. Because like, no one really believes Frankie's going to actually win the belt, and if he does, well, that's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that stuff's where it's just it's just lame. Right. Yeah. Why do they say you guessed it in the intro? What the hell is know. that? They should just pretend that some of the other wrestlers are from California. Yeah. Hmm. At least they made Justin. Well, at least Justin Roberts stopped saying Elizabeth the way he used to in Jay Lethal's intro. Bobby Cruz should have his job. Yeah. Mm. When Bobby Cruz does one match for Fleet, it's like, oh my god. Why is this? I actually think Dasha's pretty good at it. Yeah. um, Yeah. Have Dasha do the Ring of Honor and have Bobby do Fleet. Yeah. Bobby would be good on this show. We should get him on. There you go. Have you ever seen when Ring of Honor did an all-time draft on YouTube? No. <laughs> you haven't? No. Bobby. Yeah, Rick and Bobby do a. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Bobby Cruz. Yeah. It's Bobby awesome. do Frankie yeah. Kazarian's entrance right now. I don't know Frankie Kazarian's could, entrance. Like like announce him. I don't mean like his actual. I don't even know that other than the you guessed it part. He's been on like. One show in the past six months. Fair. He says, you guessed it, and then he says, Frank E. Kazarian. Oh, yeah. Like does. it's Big E. Langston. Yeah, it's dumb. It's very dumb. <laughs> I wish it fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> Frank E. Kazarian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't no, like it. Frankie's a really good pro, and there's a place for him. I just can't imagine being genuinely excited for this. Ah, hmm. that's fair. I mean, that's actually not even that. Crazy. That might be me. That could be me. Yeah, that's not crazy. That's not crazy. You have to remember, like stylistically, there was a lot of concern that it was going to be a certain thing. I absolutely. Everyone on this, yeah. There's absolutely tweets where I take shots at AEW. I'm sure of it. I love that you say take shots like you're like a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of established earlier that I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, true. I like oh, it. Review like, Rampage. I yeah. like wrestling, man. I think they should do more of it. Like, Bobby, really what did you, you give that out of 10? 12. Honestly, yeah, with the exception of the end, I really did enjoy the show. It probably is about a seven and a half or so. Yeah, that's about right. Oh, it was good. All the matches were good. Just a very nice hour of professional wrestling. The atmosphere... What? Oh, that was Franklin that caught that. What mm-hmm. happened? I gave it a 7.1. Why not a 7.2? Jade's delivery on Cut the Shit, Tony. Yeah, is that the same reason I've got it there? Yeah. Oracle? Yeah, I give it about a, a 7.25. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the show. Watched every minute of it. I really enjoyed it. Hey, Monty. How's that boot taste, son? Oracle keeps running away. He's going out the door. Anna J and the runaway. Remember that shoot? Yeah. That's what they call themselves. They were doing video games. Yeah. Ruby kicked the shit out of Anna and Wee Bowling. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's a competitor. Yeah. I don't think Anna wants it bad enough. I've told you that before privately. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could you have made that sound any more sinister with your response? Okay. <laughs> I saw uh, Anna J. <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm going somewhere else with it. I promise I'm not. Okay. Anna J. tweeted out that picture of herself on Wednesday night. Um, and somebody in the replies put, Hey, Anna, how come you don't wrestle anymore? Oh. And I wanted to reply with, well, actually, she wrestles every Monday night <laughs> at 7 p.m. on YouTube, featuring the commentary of the modern-day Gorilla Monsoon, Paul White. I want to get, I want to be, like, the modern-day Gorilla Monsoon comes from the Twitter user Pork Sweats. Which is an elite handle. <laughs> um, he may have tweeted it sarcastically, but I've went with it anyway. I don't think he was being sarcastic. He, to be fair, he didn't say he's the modern day Gorilla Monsoon. He said it's the closest we'll ever get to the modern day Gorilla Monsoon, which is actually probably one hundred percent accurate. Um, <laughs> that means something very different. <laughs> yes, I genuinely like Paul White on lead commentary. He's not good, but I like him. Did you see? Speaking of not wanting it better, did you see Stephen A's take on James Harden? No. He said, if James Harden had one leg, he'd get up more shots than he did last night. They need to put, have an investigation into his performance. Something smells fishy. My God. <laughs> and he said it with no, like, just no break. They're just completely serious. Like, Apparently, later on in the show, Anna Jay and Ruby Soho had a sword fight, and Anna won. So, congratulations to her. Hey, Bob. Yep. Destination unknown? Hardly. Her destination was uh, UBS Arena on Long Island. Shoot, what do you think about that? So, there was a night where I replied to Bobby doing that bit. Hmm. Bobby. And Bobby. I pointed out that uh, that Bobby. this was just that each of these shows is just the stop along the way, and this isn't actually her destination. And Bob got really mad at me. He DM'd me in all caps and was like, "Hey man, no Bobby, let me do my bits." And I apologized to him. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> we what call you that, Bob? Bob, does that bother you? No. <laughs> I hope not. I call Bobby all the time now. You said yeah, Bobby, Bobby once, and I just started just saying it over and over again because Oracle started laughing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's like what, what my mother calls me. So, Bobby. Hmm? Bobby. Well, it's actively yeah, rules that I, ne- I, called, I called you Rob until I started doing this show, and now I never call you Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The one, the the romping Rob, what the fuck, the romping <laughs> romper room, Robbie, <laughs> Triple R. That's, that's funnier than Joey Bang Bang. <laughs> that was good. That was the original name of the video game in my tweet earlier. Was late night grand romper room, Robbie. But yeah, why is Tope, Tope Suicida calling me Matt? 
Kayfabe, bro. Kayfabe. Yes, Tope Suicida. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jack. <laughs> See that catch, Bobby? I did. It's been a good game. I'm really excited well, to watch the end of it. Yeah, this game's been awesome. I'm going to go to the living room and watch it as soon as we're done. In 15 How far away is that? That was for like 20 minutes away in that place, right? My living room? Yeah, I got a golf cart. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Pope. 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 Um, Urkel, what are you doing? Stirring it up like red velvet, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Jack Crosby. Um, is it lasagna? No, it's uh, Marie Callender's cheesy chicken and broccoli. There you go. Rice, yeah. cheesy rice, chicken, broccoli. I had That's French fun. onion chicken tonight with carrots and mashed potatoes. That sounds good. Four, four timestamps. I'm going to do the 001 thing about MJF and then like three hours and six minutes rampage and just imagine if it was confusion. Yeah. If it would do a three hour segment about MJF. <laughs> God, some fucking hack's probably done that already. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Tope Suicida. Some fucking so, so large, eerie, let... oh shit. I actually DM'd the intro to Tope Suicida the day that I did it. He got exclusive first access to the intro. Mm-hmm. He saw it before Joe did. Um, <laughs> that's not true. Um, and it was entirely because I just wanted more people to put me over. <laughs> Fair. That's 100% true. It's like, oh, I'll send it to him. He'll put it over. <laughs> Got exactly what I wanted. Pumped my fist. Went on with my day. You should do what I do and just like send me a message saying I'm the greatest of all time. Like you, like you, you know. Yeah. See if I take make it. You know, as uncomfortable as you do for me. Probably not. I'm very good at that. Bobby. Bobby. We need more nicknames for Bob. Bobby. Bob, tomorrow I'm having uh, I'm having gravy lovers meatballs with garlic mashed potatoes and green beans. That sounds good too. I'm doing this every plate gimmick. Mm. Should we start a restaurant? No. Um, I was gonna what? get my plug in for every plate because yeah, do they want to sponsor us? They paid me for this. Oh, that'd be cool if they sponsored us, wouldn't it? You know, we need to open the restaurant first before we get sponsors. Fair. I don't want to. I don't want to open a restaurant. Why? You always say that was your dream. Remember the you, nitro grill? You, <laughs> you came on pasta mania. You oh, said yeah. to me, "You said Joey Jam Jam, let's do some podcasts, and if we hit the big time, we'll get a restaurant in New York City." Don't misquote me. I said Joey Bing Bong. <laughs> Bing Bong. And I said, I said, you know. Maybe one day if we can convince the Oracle of Wrestling to come on and read pro wrestling only posts. Yeah. Maybe if we can convince Bobby to let us call him Bobby. <laughs> what if we opened a restaurant where it's just Oracle microwaving food? <laughs> like we, just buy it, we just buy it from the store and Oracle microwaves it and we sell it for three times as much as we paid yeah. for it. It's probably Gabe Burial. Look at that. Oh, no. Wow, I'm not reading that out. That's disgraceful. <laughs> they do kind of do Gabe's push of like you just beat the fuck out of someone for six months and hope people care. You know, he does that. I saw one of his classics. 
Yeah. I've got a hot new baby face. We're going to beat the ever-loving shit out of him for the next six months. Hope you guys enjoy. My God, Brian went to the Nitro restaurant. Pervert. <laughs> Bobby, did you ever go to WWF New York? No, it was uh, long gone before I ever you went know, to New York. I've never been to meet New York. Did you ever do a meet and greet there? Like, sign some eight by tens for the marks? I should have. Imagine you and, like, tall Paul to an autograph sign at the WWF restaurant. That would have ruled. I don't do the WWF. Those WWF New York segments and Sunday Night Heat's fucking ruled. Remember when, they, remember when they'd go to them live on Raw and half the time they couldn't hear what they were saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. And then Lance Storm was a janitor there. Is Raw still on? No, Not it's right Friday. now. No, it's Friday. Oh. Third hour was dragging a little bit. I was just wondering. Jim, when I tweeted where the Sonya Deville thing's going and everyone dunked on me and I knew exactly that it was going to end up in a certain direction. Not exactly the correct way, but I knew where we were headed. Yeah. Roughly. And I made a fool of everyone and no one apologized. I do. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I never remember my minor victories like that. <laughs> I never I never bring them up regularly to you privately and say, remember when I fucking owned that guy? I don't do, do that ever, either. Do you ever have pasta mania as recess, Bobby? No, so I'm thinking about it. Like I first time I went to Mall of America was like nineteen ninety seven or nineteen ninety eight. It was probably still there, but like I wasn't aware of wrestling stuff at that point. I don't remember seeing it, but like Did you work Nitro in ninety four? I didn't. Oracle, what match on the Nitro premiere mm-hmm. could it Bob most easily take someone's place in? Big Bubba Rogers selling for Hogan, brother. Correct answer. Yeah. Although I am intrigued by what Bob could do with Liger. Big, big, big Bobby Rogers. <laughs> Bob, um, Postmania was gone by 1997. Oh, okay. Well, it opened in 1995 and closed within a year. That sounds right. Hulk Hogan's an elite businessman. Hulk Hogan brand's kind of good right now. Right? They should bring it back. Who's going to like him? Hogan would have uh, had the George Foreman grill if he picked up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Such a fucking... That one actually might be true because it makes him sound like an idiot. Why would he make that up? (laughs) What do you mean, why would he make that up? Because he's Hulk Hogan. I have been to WWF New York, the building where, where, where it once was. Wait. If I'm not mistaken, it was uh, where Hard Rock Cafe is now. Did I, I do think a so. part I went one? to the Hard Rock Cafe. Okay. Did we do a part one where I called out my enemies? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When? Um, Recently, I believe. It was when somebody won a match that you had predicted. Oh, with... oh yeah. Sorry. I felt like it's like a very serious one. I was confused. <laughs> Yeah, Joe should more. chain himself to Titan Tower until Roddy gets released. Yeah. That wouldn't work because they would just leave him there. They wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. They also no one that works there knows who he is. So Other that was Paul, such a great joke that I made to you, dude. I got this visual. So we were talking about um, trades. Of course we were. I mean, that just, doesn't surprise anyone that we were talking no. about wrestling trades <laughs> and. We had like a, you know, I did my Roddy Strong bit, which is actually layered because we talked about that six months ago. Remember? Yeah. <clears throat> and um, 
Shoot. I got actively <laughs> mad at you because you said you would trade MJF for Roddy Strong in a second round pick. Yeah, because that's what I said in like December. Yeah, I don't whatever. Um, I don't need the second, but what was the thing that what was your your reply? Because it popped me huge. Well, like, first I said they should trade him for that we could get Roddy for the Gun Club. Yeah, which. Well. But then I went on to like imagine. Tony Khan calling Vince McMahon and asking to trade for Roderick Strong and Vince putting him on hold because he's got to figure out who the fuck Roderick Strong is. Oh, yeah. And I've got this visual of Vince having, like, a folder in front of him with all his wrestlers at the time, just pictures of them, so he knows. Him just, like, violently fumbling through this thing, like, oh. With his glasses, you know, like, Oh, yeah, halfway down his nose. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got, like, like, the height. Five for eight, and he just immediately picks five out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys also see so Bobby forget to drink water there when I did? Yeah, I did. How good would I be at wrestling trades, bro? Well, you wanted to trade MJF for Roddy Strong in the second round pick, so probably not that good. He's like making really emotional decisions yeah. on, on a whim. That was my original reaction to you: is please don't, please don't run our franchise emotionally or something like that. I'd be so bad if you would. Like, so would I, up. to be clear. Yeah. You know, they, they call up and they're like, um, you know, we're looking to get John Moxley back. And I'm like, maybe you've seen, but those Creed brothers you got down there are pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do some good. I'm a good guy, though, right? Hmm. Better response than I usually get. I'll take it. Yeah. It was a consideration. Bobby Listen, actually man. did the head tilt before I did. <laughs> Listen, you can think what you want of me, but I'm a leader, right? We, uh, do I want it bad enough? You know, sometimes I probably should send less messages, all caps, and, you know, maybe be a little kinder to you guys, but we want to win championships, don't we? Banners. That's what I said about years ago. Banners, bro. We're, we're hanging banners. Earlier, you sent me four text messages in a row, and I thought, like, some kind of news had broken. I don't even remember what it was, but it wasn't that. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, something's happened, and then it was just, like, random shit. Oh, it was the, most, the schedule. Oh, it was the schedule, which yeah. immediately got ruined. That's fine. We'll figure it out. What? It was- even if we do, like... It doesn't matter if we don't do the preview. I just thought it was a fun idea, you know? Yeah. Got the shit kicked out of you as unusual. What happened? Shoot asked Tony Khan to move Rampage on on the last Friday before Double or Nothing because he didn't want to do an AEW Double or Nothing preview. That's definitely what happened. Because I certainly didn't throw a giant fit about all these shows being earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Got aggressively mad. Yeah. This shit's getting annoying. (laughs) I was like, I'm having fun. Um... No, I do say some mean things in the chat. Like, you know, it's difficult, man. The go-home show to their pay-per-view is going to be on at 5.30 p.m. on the East Coast <laughs> and 2.30 p.m. on the West Come Coast. Come on. Don't... I know. I already did this bit with Bobby. Hey, bad faith. It's true. Very seldom do I point that finger on this show, but confirm, shoot, that was bad faith.
was so tempted to let that be the last note, but I just couldn't. You know what it's like? Do you know what it's like? It's like when Nitro, like, remember every spring Nitro would have to be like one hour? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a lot like Nitro. I think that a lot. I've actually sent Eric Bischoff, Eric Bischoff, 125 straight DMs in which I say, this show is like Nitro with a still image of our program. He's never applied. (laughs) He did like a thumbs up to one of them, I think. His hatred of AEW is hilarious. He rules. It's just incredible. Just he doesn't even hate it either. He's just he doing was a like, bit. He was on there. Remember, he was like on TV, AWT. Like He's been on there multiple times. He, he was on Roads to the Top. Legitimately got like one look at what Fleet fans do when he buries the product and was like, oh, well, this is my career. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complete grift. He would absolutely go back if Tony Khan called him tomorrow and said, hey, we, had, we need you. For I'll this. be honest. I actually think he legitimately wants to be a heel on their TV. I'm actually in favor of that idea. I think he believes, because he thinks Cornette's a dumb fuck. I think he thinks he can do like a version of the Cornette grift that will actually allow him on TV. Because they could never put Cornette on TV because he said like actively awful things. But Bischoff's like walking a line where if he managed like, who could be a heel he could manage? I don't know. Sammy Guevara. (laughs) I've always wanted like Eric Bischoff Enterprises. You yeah. have. Remember when you put Andrade with it? Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> that so would have been great. It would have been better than what they did. They put Vicky with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. Bro, MJF does not need a vote, but that is actually like incredible. True. He's like my agent, Eric Bischoff. Oh, Wonderful. And like Great Eric tries to be all like spry like he was 20, 25 years ago. And he tries like, <laughs> and I remember when Eric would like yeah. come out and like do that with Hogan. Backwards ball cap and the. Yeah. yeah. He would kick the shit out of us. Rampage opens with him playing in the guitar in the ring for two minutes. <laughs> I'll stick by that. I don't care if he to our channel down. That fucking road. Fucking ridiculous. He did, you gotta say, he'd go for it though. It's pretty strong his performance in that segment. Oh, he could just be playing MJF's theme. Don't get any better. (laughs) 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 (laughs)